You know if you uh, go to vacation over the weekend and you forgot to take your garbage out? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what the garbage starts to smell like. Yeah. It, it tastes like the way garbage Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. That is hands on the worst thing I've ever tasted. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Let's get ready to rumble! And for you watch, hey, listen. Grab a Chicago hot dog. Sit your ass down on the sofa and tune in for today's episode. And remember, don't sniff it. Just do it. Today's episode of You Watch, I Listen, brought to you by Taylor Mike is a big fat slob with a tiny greasy pecker. <laughs> uh, and well, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to You Watch, I Listen. This is episode 37, and we have an esteemed guest sitting in with esteemed. us. Esteemed. Yes. Uh, is a good good, uh, good friend of mine. His name is Tyler. I'm sorry and, to hear and that, his Tyler. Name is, <laughs> Yeah, Tyler the teacher, right? Tyler the teacher. Tyler the teacher. So do me a favor and uh, tell everyone the stupid shit that we did in high school all the time. Well, yeah. Or the same. Is there one specific thing? Because you make yes. it sound like you guys just did one thing in high school. Like, yeah, we went to the store and we stole candy. Is no, that all you did? N- no. The stupid shit. That's very general. Was, where am I supposed to even start with that? No. So uh, the, the one thing that Tyler and I always did, and it Butt happened. Stuff? It, no. <laughs> And it, and it happened. I know on the, he was initiating. It, it happened. <laughs> it happened on the regular. <laughs> was we only had like the same like four Iron Maiden shirts. So like I would you ha- shared them. No, no. <laughs> so you I would this have- one Monday. <laughs> No, because like, and we both live so close to our school that literally, I would have to text him in the morning. I go, "What are you wearing?" And he, oh my god! And he, would, and he would, and he would go, "Siamese queer, dude." And he would, <laughs> he would awful. go. It was embarrassing. It was awful. There well, was nothing do you, who was it. more embarrassed? Were you more embarrassed about being compared to Taylor, or were you more about embarrassed about being compared to Tyler? I, to be honest, I think I'd it, the fifth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it depended on the day and how bad I felt that day. So normally, well, I felt worse. Well, how me. long? Let me, because Tyler, we've met a couple times, but yeah, I don't really, man. I don't really know you. Um, I just from the distance on social yeah, media. Yeah. So you call him Tyler, teacher. You're a teacher. I am a teacher. Yes. Okay. What do you teach? Like, what? I don't want to know where you work or anything. But what? What's your? I teach high school history. High school history. Okay. Yes. So you're a history buff. Yes. Uh, do you have a specific yes. era of history you enjoy? I really, really enjoy like pre-Renaissance up until like the Renaissance time period. Okay. So you like going to the Ren Fair and shit? I actually <laughs> never been there. Really? It's in your backyard. The Ren Fair is literally right there. Have you been, Taylor? The actually, Ren no, I haven't. You, you would, would think fucking I would love the I'm Ren sure Fair. I'm sure I would. Have I, I if you ever liked medieval times, cosplay though. No, dude, I don't wear cosplay when I, I go to that shit i dude the people that are in character though that like work there are insanely good really good like it's unbelievable yeah. how good they are the food if you like medieval times even a little bit ren fair blows great. it out of the water right it's oh, a million yeah. times I just better go there and like pound beer and just walk around so so how That's long have great. you two known each other it's got to be over 20 it's got to be about 20 years at this so point. since elementary yeah. school yeah much. very much all right and, because um, like we both we both like were so much bigger and tall and, and you guys were the same grade yeah same grade we graduated the same time and it also didn't help that i'm taylor he's tyler yeah that, so, that definitely not for you. No. It sucks. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> well, no, compared to this guy, constantly. Oh, shut the fuck up. Uh, you, you loved it. It's not a big deal. But yeah. Tyler, I'm gonna. I turned you up bit. a little bit. Mouth a little closer. Yeah, to the tiny mic. bit. It's your first time with yes. in the Attack Moves Network studio. Um, so you're you're a high school history teacher. Um, are you in a relationship? I am. I'm engaged. For how long have you been with this uh, female? I've going on four years. We've, four and today years. is actually our anniversary of our engagement. Oh, okay. So, so good thing today. you're here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Obviously, uh, you can see where my priorities stand. All right, so now, um, since we're um, a show about movies, music, media, I'm going to ask you just a couple general questions sure. that I like asking guests. Yeah. Um, number one movie. Number go one to. movie? Your go-to film. Forrest Gump. Mine, too. Cheers to that. Yes. Um, fa- favorite band? Favorite band? Ooh. That, uh, that's a tough one for you. Led Zeppelin. I, yeah. Led Zeppelin. Okay, okay, do you have a specific Led Zeppelin album that you favor? I want to say four, but... It's so it's, you can't pinpoint uh, it. Yeah, it's impossible to yeah, do. I have to just go. Like, okay, do song um, that's why I feel like I'm the minority. I love my favorite album by them is In Through the Outdoor, and I, I like physical graffiti. So I like yeah. Led Zeppelin yeah. a lot too. It, yeah, it, exactly. So let me, I'm trying to think. A uh, best concert you ever went to? Best concert. Okay, honestly, and this is not a plug for your show this week, but the best concert I've ever been to was Zach Brown Band. Zach Brown Band. Oh, okay, uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew uh, no, it. I didn't say anything. I just said we'll get to that later. I don't want to dive in too much. I'm not that much of a cunt. Um, okay, now it's going to be a more of a personal question. Do you remember your first blowjob? <sighs> no, because I was pretty wasted. Oh, so you don't remember how fast he came? Uh, I always come, I, I always, I always come pretty fast anyway, so there's, there's, yeah, it's... Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's you know, fine. I wouldn't worry. That's I'm right. A, no, you're I'm good. A, I'm a premature guy. I don't know what to tell you. A premature guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preemie Philippine. <laughs> there you uh, go. Shit. All right. So uh, why don't we go in and do our uh, our reads? Okay. Our sponsors. So now coming from our boys over at the hashtag Shots for Likes podcast. There you go. If Likes. You, yeah. If you like to relax, crack yourself a beer, and use some medical marijuana, or violently abuse hard liquor, you are missing out on your new favorite podcast. From drunken stories to video games to sports, Fudge and Finn are going to blow your freaking mind hole with the hashtag shots for likes podcast chances are you may have fast forwarded through our recent ads on other podcasts or streams you enjoy but we aren't going anywhere may as well head to itunes youtube google play music tune in spotify iHeartRadio, or stitcher to immediately subscribe and join in on the drunken fun we promise you that if you are listening to us while drinking it is not considered drinking alone Visit shotsforlikespodcast.com and choose your favorite listening platform and follow them on all forms of social media. Drink with us and don't be cunts. And we will be on with them uh, recording uh, February 9th uh, is when we will be there. Wait. That is going to be a very, very interesting listen. Yeah, because um, I don't know like how... Well, I, you just need to get drunk. That's that's no problem. That's yeah. the easy part. Either I got to figure, figure out if I'm going to draw pictures too, be Bob Ross, or if I'm just going to drink. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, we're actually going to drop acid. Are we? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Damn, I'm in. We've all been there. Um, and the other guys, I got to give a shout out to. Um, you've heard me mention them a ton of times on the show. You heard our opening track, and those—that's the guys at Lobo Sound out of Chicago. Uh, Lobo Sound. If you have a podcast, something you need to advertise, a new product, let these guys make you something. You heard how fucking catchy that "Don't Sniff It, Just Do It" song is. Hilarious. I get texts every couple weeks about people that have that stuck in their head. I woke and they're up asking, this morning singing it. Yeah, "Don't Sniff It, Just Do It." It's fucking catchy. Uh, Lobo Sound. They're professional. They're prompt. Uh, there's nothing that they can't do for you. If you send them a 60 second clip. We'll turn it into a two-minute banger. Uh, so make sure you go to LoboSound.com. While you're at it, pick up the Bobo Show EP and the Bobo Christmas um, EP and uh, enjoy Daniel Bobo Curlin, who, Taylor, you're going to meet at Mets opening day. I cannot wait, yeah. dude. And by the way, every day is Christmas with the Bobo Christmas EP. Absolutely. Every day is Christmas. All right, why don't we jump into these reviews, and I'd like you to go first. I was going to say I would love to go first. Sure, sure. Because I think we're going to piss each other off today. Probably. Uh-huh. Okay, so. Which is normal. If you so don't you gave... like this movie. Okay, go ahead. You are... Okay, so 
I don't expect everyone to love certain movies, but you have to at least admire and appreciate a film that is not only considered one of the best horror films of all time in Rosemary's Baby, but mm-hmm. it's widely considered a top 20 film of all time. Right. It's brilliantly directed by a pedophile rapist, Roman Polanski. Um, <laughs> Mia, Mia Farrow is fantastic in it. Yes. And the movie leaves you dangling, not knowing what's real and what's not until the last second. So if you didn't like this... This is my review? Yeah, this is you. I'm, I'm just explaining <laughs> no, 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 why listen, you'd be shit, a shithouse cunt. No, listen. I'm not a shithouse cunt. But I'll tell you wholeheartedly, I, out of all the movies you've given me, I've enjoyed it the least. Okay. But I, I in no way, shape, or form despise the movie. Okay. Right? I understand the significance it holds for the genre of horror. I think it was 1968. 1968. It was shot well. The acting was amazing. And to be honest with you, the twist at the end is what kind of made it interesting. Well, you know what I mean? Did you catch what I mentioned the uh, this is the end part where yeah. this is really happening uh-huh. when he's getting raped by the devil. <laughs> Jonah Hill's getting raped. That's directly from Rosemary's yeah. Baby. So, I, got, I, got, I got a question, though. Sure. Is this really the first movie, though, that you would consider? like that like demon child type thing um i was having that discussion yesterday with a you'd, friend you'd have to look at stuff like because it that goes back to like the stuff like i walked with a zombie before zombies were the undead um not demon child i would say that without it there wouldn't be stuff like the omen um hereditary stuff hereditary like that specifically hereditary yeah. it, i don't think her a movie like hereditary exists without um, Rosemary's Baby, and, and and frankly, The Exorcist may not exist without Rosemary's Baby. And listen, and I know we talk a lot about Hereditary on this show, but I think, uh, listen, as someone who can't really stand the genre of horror in general, like it takes a lot for me to admit when a horror film is very well done. And I think, and, I think everyone who's watched Hereditary can say without a shadow of a doubt, it's probably one of the best horror films, let alone one of the best films anyone's seen in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, it, and it, it definitely got hosed from which yes. we'll get to in a little bit. Um, so. Um, so, as so, far as Rosemary's Baby go- goes, um, yeah, I would say it was probably the first big one that broke through. And the reason it worked was the specific reason that they didn't really tell you what was happening. Like, they kind of like give you hints, kind of like Hereditary does. Yeah, for sure. Where you feel like it's going a certain way, but you're not sure if this woman's just crazy, if Rosemary's just crazy, if the people well, around I was her are just s- weird. I was going to say, movie, no, I, I, well, real quick, but I was going to say yeah. that's a big thing because it, it dances in between whether you think Rosemary is delusional or Rosemary is d- like seeing the truth it, and people it, are just not believing yeah, it, her. So it does a good time. Well, it, it does a very good job at toting the line of what mm-hmm. making the, the viewer think think, okay, is she crazy, or is this really happening, and everyone else is yeah, the, making the, believe she's the crazy. The movie doesn't you know? show its hand for a while. That's, like, it gives you good. some ideas, but yeah. you don't know if she's going crazy. I could, Like I said, I definitely see the appeal, and I see where the horror genre has come from, and I could see all the influence yeah, sure. that this has laid the foundation for. But for me, like I said, it's not a movie I would particularly go and watch again. Sure. Um, but it, it, it does... I do think it's one of those ones, because of the type of build it has in the movie, it's definitely a slow burn. It's one yeah, of those ones, long. the more you... I saw it at a young age, so I was able to, like... Um, embrace it very young and see Correct. it so many times over the years and it's one that I've liked the more and more I watched it as it as you see the things they set up and it's the same with her I loved Hereditary the first time I saw it but I liked it more and more as I noticed little things that were giving it away right. and Rosemary's Baby the missing glove the the stolen tie mm-hmm. stuff like that that was giving it away um, the neighbors how fucking weird they were the little sounds in the movie uh, the whole uh, dream rape sequence that happens Which where you see weird. the demon's eyes yeah. and then when you get to the end um, that amazing shot where she thinks her baby's dead, it's not dead, and she finds out where it was exactly. Yep. And that last shot where she looks over the crib and she smiles. And she's smiling. And yeah, yeah, it's creepy. She, she said the baby little... had pure black eyes, Dude, and she's it's... like, God, my husband doesn't have black eyes. Like, yeah. what is this? Guy, what's his, oh. what, what, was, what was the husband's oh. name? Guy? Yeah, I Guy. Think? Yeah. But yeah, the movie was incredibly twisted, more towards the end of it. But it was more of a psychological thriller yes, than it is a horror film. Uh, and I, would... I wasn't at one point, at any particular point no, was I scared. I don't think it's a scary movie. I at think all. it's more of a... It's 
I, it's closer to a thriller, yes. probably. I, where I, it's like, kind of like holy shit like, moments. I, I'm not saying this movie is on par with Rosemary's Baby, but the best comparison I could think of off the top of my head would be like Shutter Island. Yeah, you know and, what I mean. I, I, that, that's yeah. fair. And I would say, you know, you, uh, Tyler, you asked about the the demon child whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and. I would say that movies like The Omen are more horrifying. The Omen definitely has more holy shit moments in it. A guy gets fucking decapitated in The Omen. Yeah, The Omen's uh, fucked up. The, I even seen that. The the woman who the, the mother who's pregnant gets pushed off the the balcony and falls. Like The Omen is much more horrific. Rosemary's Baby is a better story, I think, because it's a yes. very simple, straightforward story. It's just cover, encompassing her pregnancy and all the. Weird... I imagine I imagine being made in 1968, though. You really have to focus on like filming. And like how, how well you could film this movie because yeah. there's no special effects. There's no well, there's nothing. And it didn't need them. It didn't rely on yeah. them. Like even Hereditary didn't until the end with the the wall climbing well, and stuff. Yeah, but that's there, yeah, there's certain little thing. Absolutely. Um. So but what I, would but you? I would say like I, like I said, if I really had to, if I really had to grade it, mm-hmm. I, I I would be doing myself a disservice if I graded this very low because it's it's far from a bad movie. It's just it's something I don't like. Yeah, it's just not your you know? type. But like, there's like certain chick flicks. I can acknowledge they're good movies. Do right. I ever want to watch them again? No, very probably few, not. few and far between. No, right. you got to put your pride aside sometimes and just say, you know, this movie's good, but yeah, it's not my it's thing. Not my thing. thing. So well, that was that movie, the favorite I watched. The it favorite. wasn't my thing, but I understood it's a very well made movie, and I will never watch it again. So if I give it my ranking, I I, I can go no lower than a seven. So I'll give it an eight. Because okay. Because as far as a movie and from a filmmaking standpoint, correct. It's probably the best movie I've seen so far. Yeah, and Polanski, say whatever you want about him, um, rapist. Uh, he used yeah, to make yeah. some bangers of movies. I he mean, really even did. his last one that was like a big uh, a critical darling was uh, The Penist <laughs> uh, with <laughs> Adrian Brody. Yeah, that he won. An, Adrian Brody won an Oscar for it. Yeah, um, which best is it's, actor. A, it's a horrible, horribly depressing movie, yeah. The Penist, because anything the that penis? involves the hall. It's called the pe- that's what you say. Pe- it's not pianist. It's penist. I know it sounds weird because it's like pee pee penis, <laughs> but it's it's pronounced the, it's, it's pronounced the penis. You, you called the shit poo. You called the shit poo. <laughs> All right. So now you gave me. Come on. I got a lot of notes. So yeah, I know uh, you do. And Zach, I I brought right. I brought Tyler for okay. backup. All right. So Zach Brown, uh, the Zach Brown band, which he's an asshole for not putting an H or a K at the end of Zach. <laughs> Zach, Zach Brown band, the foundation. This album came out in two thousand eight. Um, so I got a lot of thoughts and a lot of things to say here. Go ahead. Um, so I will start out by saying, and this is well known, I do not like country music whatsoever. I like old country, like the Hank Williams types, Johnny Cash, more folk, Merle, bluegrass. Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, like I could listen to Hank Williams anytime. Hank Williams is great. I like country when it was uh, storytelling. Hank Williams Jr. too. So His son is great. Now oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm not gonna start out by grading the songs. I'm just gonna tell you um, a little technique I've been working on to deal with my OCD, my anxiety, my anger. What's that? Is when there's things that are bothering me, I take a tally of those specific things to see if it's in my head that it's that bad uh-huh. or if it's real. Okay. So I have four ta- five tallies total. Okay. Um, there's a main one and then there's four subs. Okay. So the main category is it has uh, songs with any variation of the following four. Okay. Uh huh. How many songs that mention some type of vehicle? Five. Okay. <laughs> How many songs that mention food? Three. Okay. How many songs that mention booze? Six. Yeah, that. How yeah. many songs that mention jeans? All of them? Three. <laughs> songs with any variation of the four, nine out of 12. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I was not expecting I, you to do this. I wrote a fucking thesis on Dude, this. That's great. So you did your that, that instantly will remove me from it. And it's nothing against the genre specifically because there'll be other genres that talk about things. I don't want to hear necessarily about gangbanging and rap. Right. I don't need to hear about you coming down women's throats all the time. I just want to see it happen. Yeah, just uh, want to- <laughs> 
So uh, now I'm going to go through my tracks, okay? Toes, the first song. Um, I gave it a one, but I'm going to give it a one and a half to maybe two because this fucking song has been stuck in my head all week. Good. And that's, hey, you know, it's that's, good. that's one go. thing where yeah. Tyler said it was a great, uh, I can totally see this being a great live show. Yes. Um, yeah. Kick back some fucking warm, stinky beer next to the guy in the Confederate flag bandana who's finger banging his sister's cousin. Um, you know, it's, it's really nice. Um, but I said, so what I wrote for this song, God, horrible, what? why is the chorus in Spanish and go away ass? <laughs> Go um, away, ass. So track two, I gave a zero. Whatever it is, um, is the name of the song, and I put zero. Whatever it is, it sucks. <laughs> um, so track three, I gave it two. Um, Where the boat leaves, because this song very stood, reggae. Well, it stood out to me for the specific reason that the bass line was different than the other songs, because it, this do album do goes do with do the traditional do country, do old do country bass line. Yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. And then this one completely changes the baseline, so it keeps me in a little more. Then my favorite track's the next one, a uh, violin intro into the free because it's a sixty-second instrumental. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, I will tell you, I did love one song on it, and it got added to my own personal playlist. So I'll it? get to that. I'll Ooh. tell you. What, okay. On the next song, got one. free. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just not my. I, I, it's not your thing. I understand. No, um, I hated, hated. hated oh boy, chicken fried. Oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. but that's that's his most commercially um, successful song. I, that's what uh, the landlord told me as yeah. well. And my biggest problem with the song is that it does feature all uh, three of the four th markers of mine. <laughs> yeah. It features food, beer, and jeans. And he talks about getting touched by a kid on it. <laughs> uh, or is that free? It's just I wrote kid touching with a question mark and an explanation point. What? He says, the touch of a child. And I'm like, dude. Feel the touch of a precious child. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I don't want to. <laughs> Not going to. Don't want to. All right, so now the next song was my favorite one, uh, Mary. Because it is like an old Mary's folky great. country Mary's song, great. almost bluegrassy, mm -hmm. um, very well written. The structure on it's perfect. Uh, kept me in it from start to finish. Um, the next song, different kind of fame. Um, I wrote second song different about kind of fine, fine fame. Why did I write fame? Um, I wrote my note just says second song about jeans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not, uh, and I hated sick him on a chicken. The rest of the songs are just kind of. I will th say th that's the that's the only song I don't care for. I will album, say honestly. with this one, um, the thing that surprised me was that unlike Arcade Fire. <laughs> Um, I feel so bad that I keep ripping on like Ralph's favorite album ever. Arcade Fire. I, but it's, it's I, not good. I dude. didn't... I, this one didn't grind on me as I listened to it. Like, I was still listening to it, and it is very catchy, so I understand the direct, distinct appeal of this. I right. can respect it. I can acknowledge it. Um, it is not my thing. It won't be. Just like some people don't like metal. Some people don't like rap. It depends on what you grew up hearing. For sure. I had a father that hated country. Despite being in a, uh, a country band for years, he just liked playing music <laughs> out. Right. Um, it's it's when that baseline is the same being a bass player right that it kills me because i'm like i there's no difference in structure it's the same reason i can't get into acdc but i respect the fuck out of them that they've used three chords their entire careers and made nothing but bangers that every sell like the same. i have to respect yeah, that but every song's the my, same my yeah. ear hears the same fucking thing and i can't distinct one song from the other until there's a fucking break <laughs> um so i i don't want to give this album like a zero or even a a one i'll give it like a two out of five because I can again just like you with Rosemary's Baby I can acknowledge the the structure of it it is better than a lot of current country I've heard 
Well, like, like my whole thing is that, and like, that song Ma- Mary is awesome. I, well, I genuinely love that the, song. Uh, That's uh, a great song. The cuff, uh, the Jolene song, which I you actually told me last week is actually a cover. It is. We we so listened I, to I it. Didn't know it was, no, yeah. that, that, I didn't well, know it was that, a famous that's, cover. That's not a, that, yeah. I don't know if that's a cover of the classic one because it doesn't sound like uh, no, Jolly not. Parton's Jolene. No, so I not. just assumed a song named Jolene. I assume it's Jolene. It's, it's probably some fa- homage to it. Yeah, yeah, it could well, be. Yeah, like, that's probably my favorite song on the whole album. But again, like that's that wasn't the, a bad song either. No, well, that's another one where it's like you know, in the pocket of my blue jeans is one of the. Why? 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 Why are they so obsessed with jeans? I don't understand the obsession in country. Hard pack of cigarettes in Spokane, Washington. What the fuck you doing? That song toes. I've been walking around singing all week, and I'm like, you that's fucking you know white trash that's hillbilly. How you know it's you, good. You didn't mention my favorite track. Which though. one? Highway 20 Ride. Yeah, I didn't like that one. It's that is my favorite song by them. I see. So on the back end, and this was um, the same problem I had with Arcade Fire. Right. Is there's no hook for me. Like yeah. there's nothing that I can even say that dog shit toes song. There's a hook. Like I'm sitting right. there um, listening uh, yeah, to it, and I could again, I could totally see if someone said you have to go see these guys live, I would be able to make the best of it. Um, I'm, yeah, I've seen them live. And I, I get, everyone I know that's seen them live says they're an incredible you, live show. They, it was the best concert because they played. You're they not the first person to tell me they that. They basically played this album front to back, and they're really not a country band. I, no, I can't stress. That I would enough, say they're like, not like a normal country no, band because they don't have that terrible that same guitar line. Right. Where, yeah. And if, <laughs> yeah. And well, if, you, if you listen to other albums, they, they have a lot of Southern rock. Well, yeah, I was going to say, too. there's a lot of folky Southern rock yeah. sound well, to it. And I will say, too, like, the the the, value, the the musicianship on these albums, and as it, as it goes forward, like, as this discography progresses, is just, it, the musicianship is on a whole nother level. Sure. And that's why I love it, because it, it, the music is great. The music is what makes it, and the lyrics are kind of take, take a back seat to I, the music itself. It's for me. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? I like, feel like the... The bass, because you, you would you being your favorite band being Led Zeppelin. I would not say country. Tyler is your core music. It, you no. like some, yeah. You I, like I'm, some. It's I not like your core. Some, yeah. I'm all over the map when it comes to music. So, so, so and that's fine. Yeah. But I would say the bass that like only listens to country when he's writing songs about beer and having fun, being in the water. That's written for the people that rely on yes. country. And to us, I can't distinct one band from the other. Generally, right? No, it um, is hard. But going to country again, I was listening. I was watching uh, Punisher season two yesterday. One of the episodes. And this song is playing. It's like an acoustic song, and this guy sounds like Chris Cornell. And I'm like, but it's not Cornell. Who was and it? it? Well, it was weird because there was a song on the previous episode that sounded almost exactly like Eddie Vedder, except certain parts, and it wasn't Eddie Vedder. Um, but the Chris Cornell sounded one was actually Chris Stapleton. And I was like, this oh, is yeah, a good, yeah. this is a good fucking song. Yeah. I've heard some Stapleton Chris I like. Stapleton. He's a guy. He's a country, he's a country douche. Is, is he um, a newer guy? Uh, I would say I've only started to hear about him in the time I've been at Selected Ticket, so I would say probably like in the last four or five years yeah. he's kind of blown up. Really? No shit. Um, yeah, so he's I can't right. say I'm going to go visit Zach Brown Band like any other songs again, but that right. song, Mary, if you can pull me in one song, yeah. I think I added one Arcade Fire song and I've skipped it every time it came up, but for example, a few weeks ago we were hanging out, we just had music playing, and this song is on, and the landlord goes to me, oh, this is from the Arcade Fire album um, you hated. I'm like... I could swear to you, this is the first time I'm hearing this song. And I listened to that Arcade Fire album like 15, 20 times, and I don't remember. I remember the fucking weird Children in the Woods song from Where the Wild Things Are, which I hated. All right, let's do this week's picks. Oh, oh you spilled coffee. Oh, what an ass white poll. All my stories are ruined. Hey. All right. Let's go I to this week's picks. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, Give you, you go movie? first. All right, so um, one of the themes that was going on, and I want to, this is almost like an ode to Ralph as well. Don't um, give me no more horror, please. No, uh, <laughs> no it's not horror. It's not horror. Because you give me but two. Ra- Ralph would always bring up uh, how I love Tom Cruise. 
and I know you like Tom Cruise more than Ralph does. I'm a big fan of Tom um, Cruise. I'm going to step out of what Tom Cruise is known for in the action genre. I'm going to give you one of his dramas. And oh. I think I've told you about this. I'm going to go with Vanilla Sky. I knew it. Um, have you seen Vanilla Sky, Tyler? I, yes, I think I have. That's How old is that? Vanilla Sky came out, I believe, 2001, directed by Cameron yeah. Crowe. I think it was the year after Almost Famous, or yeah, the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a real bit of a mindfuck movie, almost like a Christopher Nolan-esque, where you're kind of not sure how to interpret it. Right. Um, so you really need to be engaged with the movie. It's not like one where you can step away for 10 minutes, yeah. and you'll be like, what the fuck? Um, it, it's, it's very strange. It's the best acting performance of Cameron Diaz's dog shit career, because she's only good in comedy. She's actually great. Thank you she's great. saying that. She's great oh in Vanilla Sky. Ba- uh, bad Teacher, she was hilarious. Um, she's, great. she's good in comedies. There's something about Mary. She's great. The Mask, she's great. Um, but... You go to drama, like Gangs in New York, she's the worst part because she yeah. can't act worse shit in that. But in this one, because um, Cameron Crowe has, has a very good way of angling in and out of stories, yeah. um, she, she's great in it. Uh, Vanilla Sky is very, um, I would say it's emotional. It's almost like a sci-fi psychological thriller, yeah. but it's a drama. Um, there's parts that are horribly depressing in the movie. I haven't even watched this myself in probably five, six years um, because every time I watch it, I feel like just kind of like, ooh, I don't know what to think of it. It's yeah. not one of those type of arcs in the story. Um, so um, this is a bit of a tribute to Ralph because he mentions how much I love. I mentioned how much I love Tom Cruise regularly. This is one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. It might be my favorite dramatic performance of his. It's either that or Eyes Wide Shut. Um, so we're going to go Vanilla Sky. Did you ever right. see his movie, The uh what was it called the collateral? A collateral, collateral with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Unbelievable. That movie. Unbelievable he was movie. great in that movie. That too. was like the year of Jamie Foxx yeah. as well, because he won the Oscar for Ray that year. Yeah. And then he also forgot he wasn't Ray Charles for like two years. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere, Everywhere he, was, he went. He was Georgia. Ray Charles. He was wearing the sunglasses, like going like, yeah, the, the, yeah. bobbing his head back and forth. So Jamie Foxx became an asshole very yeah. quickly. Yes. All right, Taylor, what album are you giving me? All right. So I'm giving you a classic. I'm giving you a classic record. Okay. And it is from the most underrated metal band in the history sure. of music. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you Iron Maiden's album Ooh. Power Slave from 1984. Oh my god! Do you know I haven't listened to this album in probably 15 years at Dude, least. It's like I, middle I was, school, maybe. I, I was listening to this record all week, and I, like I just can't get over how good the song Aces High is, and that's the song I want to highlight I'm specifically. Re- I'm really excited about this one, actually. Because it's been a long time since I really I, I, yeah. I dove back into Iron Maiden. Now, yeah. now the be, the best part about it is that I'm I'm really happy Tyler's here, and I gave you an Iron Maiden oh, record yeah. because because Tyler and I. Like found our love for Iron Maiden at the same time when we were in high school. Okay, and we yeah. we, cool. we saw him at Izod, and I only knew the Trooper and Two Minutes to Midnight. Then we went to the same tour later that year. Nice. We knew every song, and we ended up getting on the DVD Flight Six Six Six, the Iron Maiden live live DVD. That's we're, a really good one, dude. And it was one of my it's they're one of my all time favorite bands. They should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh my God, bon Jovi, the fact that they're Kiss. not. Well, the Rock and Roll Hall. I love the, the Rock and Roll Hall. It's a joke. Well, I've been there. The it's rock, a bit of a joke. Going to it is incredible. It's probably. Sick, uh, literally, yeah. I, w- I went there in eighth grade, and I could have spent all weekend there in Ohio yeah. because the amount of cool shit they had. Like, literally, they have the piece of notebook paper that Kurt Cobain wrote "Smells Like Teen Spirit" on Which frame. Is sick. There. Oh, that's so they cool! Ha- the, one of my Which favorite really things cool. at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is they had the Jimi Hendrix Theater, and they show his Woodstock performance. But it's a surround sound theater. So he's doing the Star Spangled Banner. And there's a smoke machine rising through it, so you feel like you're there. Oh man, and, dude! So cool. I I suggest everyone at some point makes their way to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I I granted, I have not been back since I went. 
in eighth grade, but that was I, we went to Cedar Point. We went right. everywhere. Yeah. If I go back out to Ohio anytime soon, I'm going to see my buddy Jarvis. I'm going to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and fuck the Pro Football Hall of Fame because it stinks. Is it really that bad? Well, Everyone, because it's, I, it's considered the worst Hall of Fame well, visit all, of all the sports. Well, hall it's of only fames. because I, I want to go because if Atwater gets elected this year, I really want to. It's just go. there's we'll nothing. There's nothing really to do. Like you look at the right. bus and, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. You go to Cooperstown is. Unbelievable. That's that's the next one I gotta go to. I so w- when we went to Cooperstown, the trip that you couldn't come to, that was when they inducted Piazza and Griffey that weekend, which was really cool. But it was fucking packed. And the weirdest thing, we're walking by and there's a table with Lou Pinella and Tommy Lasorda and all these legends doing autographs. Serious? And the fucking mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart is sitting there doing autographs. <laughs> and I'm like, what is Jimmy Hart doing here? And I made a joke. I'm like, oh, where's Virgil? He goes, oh, that guy will show up anywhere, baby. I'm like, look at you. Yeah, like, you're sure. here. You're, you're at the fucking you're the Pro fucking mouth of the name. South. So, so, um, like when Virgil showed up so in our I'm house. very excited to listen to Iron Maiden. We got actually a little bit of variety this week. Yeah, I'm um, stoked on it because I just love Iron Maiden. I just I needed to give you something good. Because I knew you, you were going to like Zach Brown all that much. You asked I knew me you what my favorite concert was. Yeah. And I said that Zach Brown show. But, but you have to go back. Very close. To, <laughs> talking about the Iron Maiden tour that we went to, they, when they played at uh, PNC, that same tour, sure. it was a torrential downpour the entire oh, show. Oh, dude. It was thunder and lightning. And you were on the lawn, weren't you? We were you? on the lawn. <laughs> uh, they, they made That's a, it. The guy, these guys made a mudslide, and there's a big mudslide. Slide going down the hill. They broke the fence. It was like that a, was like at one of the Ozfests I went to, where we had yeah. like a downpour, yeah. and it was the same thing. And then two dude, of my friends almost got. Like, I went to get flying down that mudslide, dude. And there was no one blocking the, the the metal fence at the bottom of the hill, so I just slammed into Bam. the fucking. Fence. Would you consider Boom. if you're like that muddy, just shit in your pants? Yes, yes. absolutely. I, and then you just I like how we just went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like there was I no hesitation. Like, like at that point, know? like who's gonna notice? And then you just roll through again. You let your duty mix with the mud, yeah. and then everyone else smells like shit. So no one suspects. It's fine, dude. It's biodegradable. Well, you're it's giving fine. back to the land. Yeah, yeah you're, you're fertilizing everyone. Yeah, you're you might even you're help doing, the grass grow back. Exactly. Which, yeah. by the way, that grass did not go back for a full fucking year because we went we went we to Stone Temple Pilots the next year. It was still there. I fell asleep. I wanna, at that we show. actually got a couple questions about this for later, but uh, cool. we're going to get to them now so I can skip them. Um, the Oscar <laughs> nominations came out this week. All right. I'm very, very unhappy, but I'm not surprised in particular. Did you see any of them, Taylor? I really haven't looked because, okay. like, truth be told, as far as like these award shows, I just, I could honestly just wait give till a we shit. do our live Oscar no, show, I, which I'm very excited. Which, for. That'll be fun. I mean, to be honest, as far as award shows go, the only one I really care about is the Grammys, and I only care about one you genre, care. which is more like like the metal section because the Fever 333, yeah, and. Um, August Burns Red are nominated again this year. So, so you care about the Grammys like I care about the Oscars. You want to see your favorite artist artists. win, but you yeah. know it's most likely bullshit. Never going to win, yeah. especially in metal. Um, like the one year Ghost won, they suck. Oh, and then dude. the other year Mudvayne won for the shittiest 12 minute song I've ever heard in my life. I Get love old Mudvayne. Old Mudvayne no, is fire. No, new Mudvayne. Mudvayne won, I think, like last I, year. I, I heard their newest out, al- most recent album is really good, but their know. first like three albums, Mudvayne, were next level. Their bass player is mm-hmm. unreal. He was playing like a five or six string bass or yeah. something like that. Well, so politi- it's so political. Any uh, award show. Well, all the or- award shows are. It's virtue signaling. It's just, well, it's horseshit. Before, they gotta before, pick the movie that really was feel good and made well, society feel good. I was going to say, well, the big thing, too, is that he's going to say it, but I just want to say it first, is that Tony Collette didn't get nominated for Best Actress when she absolutely should have. Yeah. Because, I mean, to be honest, she was the best actor across she, any she movie I saw last performance. year. Yeah, she had the best performance I saw this year. Not even close. Um, uh, and that's male, female, doesn't matter. Yeah. So we'll start out with the big one, which is uh, the Best Picture nominee, um, which 
I, I've seen actually already seen all these movies. Usually there's a couple that yet. I missed. Um, a bunch of them are available now. Um, the big one that is gaining a ton of traction is Roma, which is um, it's no a for, it's a foreign language. It's from uh, no Al- Alfonso Cuarón, uh, who directed Gravity, Children of Men. Oh yeah, okay. um, he's a very it's a very art house yeah, movie. Yeah. It's a brilliant film. I wouldn't call it exciting or enticing, right? But because it, it's an art house movie and it's in it's in sub it's subtitled, it's in black and white, brilliantly shot movie. I would say that's the favorite for best picture at this point right now. Really? The, um, well, no, because I feel yeah, like every yeah. week it changes. Because like, there's it no was... way they can give Brian Singer, they can give Bohemian Rhapsody best picture after another Brian. allegation came out against the yeah, director the Brian Singer. That, oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah, he directed Bohemian Rhapsody. What the hell was with that? And it's he. So we got a, he was kicked out of uh, all the, the things for this movie yeah. leading up to it because right. of rape accusations of underage girls. And now there's stories coming out that he was also raping underage boys. So there's no way the Academy when they're trying to be so woke and well, especially, so yeah. especially after that movie especially and it's after not, they just kicked out Kevin Hart for it, something that wasn't exactly. that, that wasn't nearly as so bad even though that's terrible it, it's not fair to everyone else that worked on the movie that they're being neglected or uh, looked over because of his actions but the truth of the matter is Bohemian Rhapsody was it, I enjoyed it it's not good enough to win Best Picture I still it, haven't watched it it was better I watched it sober and I enjoyed it but I didn't think it was great I watched it fucked up and I loved it dude yeah, the it was live different. performances are amazing and Rami Malek deserves Deserves to win Best Actor. Um, I will say he deserves to Dude. win Best Actor over Christian Bale and Vice, which was my favorite leading up to this. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I, I don't even want to give away the movie, but like everyone should know. But I was well, like, the, the, don't like, give away anything. Yeah. No, but I'm saying is like, Fre- Freddie lives. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he realizes he wasn't gay all this time. No, but I'm saying, but uh, he straighted the AIDS away. <laughs> the one- <laughs> Barcelona. Yeah, That's exactly. He sings with the fucking opera, and he's cured his AIDS. Uh, so go on about the movie. No, nah, but like the one thing, the one thing that the, the glaring misrepresentation of information that pissed me off more than anything was that Queen never fucking broke up. Yes, they correct. break up in the movie. They never broke up. What? Well, and the, the, yes, they not, never factually broke up. Freddie no. was a dick, but they never this like is... Roger Taylor, Brian May, and John Deacon never once looked at Freddie and said, "Fuck you, you well, just killed." It Queen. wasn't even that. That, never that, happened. that didn't bother me as much as when they made a big deal about, about what, Freddie what, getting AIDS. No. no no, 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 heard, not even that. The, the, the hubbubaloo about uh, him leaving the band and quitting was that he was recording solo albums. Not true. What, no, it wasn't even that it wasn't true because he had two solo albums. Well, he did a song with Michael Jackson, for Christ's sake. Right. But two members of Queen had solo albums before Freddie Mercury. Yeah. So they turned it... But the most glaring thing is using his AIDS diagnosis for dramatic purposes um, to twist the Live Aid performance into being bigger than it was when it doesn't need that no, kind of support. Live no, Aid was silly. incredible. Live and Aid was... It's amazing. It stands alone as one yeah, of the best performances exactly. in rock and roll It has history. a note heard around the world. But these fucking dolts, these dullards think that that's actually what happened. No. And I understand with the movie you have to suspend disbelief to yeah. it. Well, you have to. Th- th- but being cinematic. such a fan of Queen... Yeah. I'm like, dude, Like, I know the truth here. No, like, that's, well, that's not, the I know truth. what no, happened. No, settle, settle the debate. Okay, now I haven't seen the movie. Sure. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Now, he knew he had AIDS. Yes. In, in real life, he knew he had AIDS mm-hmm. when they did the show. But no, no he, one. No, he didn't know for two years so that he, he had so HIV he before. Um, he didn't know until two years after Live Aid that he was two years he after had AIDS. Live Aid. But did he, did he actually have it? Like is that at that is, point? Is that, no. is that known? Um, uh, did he actually have AIDS in general? You mean Med- yeah, yeah, medically? Like, I have no idea. Well, he died I mean, from pneumonia from AIDS. Compl- AIDS well, complications. Well, I was going to say the other thing too is that the members of Queen didn't know he had AIDS until about like a month before he died. And he didn't announce to the public that he had AIDS. And uh, he announced to the public he had AIDS, and he died the next day. Right. I I, I heard yeah. about that. 
But so, it, that, but like I said, so, it's it's a good movie. It's it shouldn't win best. The actor. live performance. No queen. Fa- and first way. off, this is a fucking musical. It is. Anyone that wants to say it's not a musical, but they called Ray and Walk the Line musicals. This is a hundred times more musical than Ray or Walk. It the a thousand line. percent sure is. is. And listen, and to be fair, Rami deserves. Uh, oh, the Rami Oscar. Malek was incredible. He, he becomes. He encompassed. Freddy, Freddy, really does the, the mannerisms that uh, wearing those fucking teeth the whole time. Yeah. He was and he the, was yeah, perfect. He, he actually said in an interview he did not take those teeth out. He stayed. I don't blame him the whole time. Yeah, he was he was epic. But the other movie that are represented um, or nominated. I liked Black Panther. It is not a it's best, not best picture. picture. No you way. Know why, you know why they're doing of it. Of course. Uh, why? On. Why? Because <laughs> there's lots of women in it? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you're going to tell me that fucking The Dark Knight couldn't get a best picture nomination. Right. Um, I think Infinity War was better than Black Panther. Absolutely. Infinity War was I, 10 times I, was, than Black I liked Black Panther. I was very entertained by it. I remember nothing outside of Michael B. Jordan Dude, and who Bla- was the best part of the movie. And Black Panther was such uh, is such a small part of the Avengers and the Infinity War, sure. the first movie that it's like, a, it just doesn't make the, any sense uh, to me. Black Panther well, getting a ton of... Wakanda record. isn't though. Wakanda's really important. Yes, in yeah, absolutely. Right, so for they, sure. That's, that's the only reason well, they made the movie. Well, that was the best part of the movie besides Michael B. Jordan was the visuals in Black Panther. Yeah. It was a stunning looking movie. Michael B. Jordan but was great. But Infinity War was a hundred times better than Black Panther. Fantastic. Um, the big one that people think might creep up and win, which I did not enjoy the movie, was Black Klansman. Uh, directed by Spike Lee. I didn't see um, it. I, I didn't think, see that either. So I don't love Spike Lee. Uh, I openly talk about that. His early movies, fantastic. Do the Right Thing is one of the best movies of the last 30, 40 years. It's a top 20 movie the last 30, 40 years. And it's a truly independent film. But, you know, then he gets a little weird. You're talking Malcolm X was great. Denzel's incredible Malcolm X. He Got Game, incredible. The Insider was uh, the, his last good movie, right. which was like 2000-whatever. He hasn't really made anything good. And the thing is that um, this movie, Black Klansman, it should have been good because the premise of it is fascinating. Um, a black man infiltrating the KKK using a white officer. But they made it, of course, because it's fucking Spike Lee. It was very um, socially woke. And he had yes. to pull in... Current, current social politics to it, including stuff like Charlottesville to it, <laughs> yeah. which has nothing to do with what happened. At all. Um, little mention At all. of the same man before he infiltrated the KKK, infiltrated the Black Panthers to bring down members of that group. That um, he um, he also infiltrated uh, Israelites. So, but of course, in this one, they make it look like he's just trying to take down racist yeah. whites because Spike Lee. It's a very well-made movie. Adam Driver's great in it. Uh, it's Denzel's son that's a star. He's great in it. The acting is fantastic. Never need to watch it again. Boring movie. Boring as shit. Yeah, I don't right. need to see that again. Um, I, comp- I I guess because I've I talk- didn't look, even from the trailers, I wasn't at the least bit enticed uh, to see I've it. talked about the favorite. From the a cinema- cinematography standpoint, it's brilliant. Don't ever need to watch it again. Uh, Vice, I really liked Vice. I'd be cool that. with Vice that's, winning. Uh, Chris, uh, yeah, who's the lead in that? Christian Bale as, uh, as Dick Cheney. Cheney. And then uh, Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush. Amy Adams is Lynn Cheney and um, well, is Steve Carell. The, is there in the presidency? Yeah, it, well, it's, it's actually really his whole career where he started, okay. where he got to, um, and then uh, the next one, A Star Is Born, is nominated. I love um, A Star Is Born. Don't think it has a shot at winning, no, unfortunately. I don't think so, then, but it's probably one of my probably my favorite out of that. My, that my I favorite seen. movie of the year of these nominees was Green Book with I Viggo Mortensen. Was incredible. Viggo's great in everything, always, no so, matter what. So this is where I'm getting to with. Um, we're going to go to best director, and there's a couple things that stand out here. There's a couple things that don't surprise me uh the director of roma getting nominated the favorite spike lee the director of vice adam mckay getting nominated and the one that's weird and this is actually dropping on amazon prime soon it's a movie called cold war i don't really know much about it but mm. the director is powell uh pa- 
pal- some Rusky name. Well, um, w- where's Bradley Cooper? He's not nominated. Why? Um, for, for best Star is Born? for he's not nominated for best director for a Star is Born. Why? I don't know. Um, and my buddy Jeff brought up a great point, and actually Natalie asked a, gay point? a, a gay, great gay point. Um, <laughs> gay so, points are important. Um, uh, Nat- Natalie or wife two asked yeah, about. Wife two. Um, she asked for the questions later about Bradley Cooper not getting nominated. And when I first started to get nominated, I was like, all right, he should have. And then my buddy Jeff brought up something a very good point. Um, Lady Gaga is nominated. Lady Gaga. Lady is Gaga. Nom- Lady Gaga. Is, she is nominated for Best Actress. Um, and really her first leading role. She's done some acting, sure. The only reason Lady Gaga is up for Best Actress is because of the direction of Bradley Cooper. I can, that alone should get him a nomination. Um, I haven't seen Cold War, so I can't speak on it. I've seen the rest of the movies, but... That's some horse shit. Is Cold War I, yeah. out? Because is that the, I, I, think, I think I saw a trailer for that last night. Yeah, actually. I think it's on Prime now, or it's coming out this yeah. week. Um, so that I'll one, watch it if it's on Prime. So Bradley Cooper I'm got fucked out it. of it. Um, the Best no. Actress one, I haven't seen a few of these. I didn't see Can You Ever Forgive Me. That's no. what Melissa McCarthy's nominated for. That's supposed to be awesome. Really? It's not a comedy. I was say it's um, the first time she's got a like, woman that was defrauding yeah. things. It's right. a true story. Uh, she's supposed to be great in it, so I'll watch that. Um, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. She was the best part of it. The woman from Roma and uh, Glenn Close for the wife sounds like she's the favorite, more of a lifetime achievement kind of thing, where it's not her best movie or best performance. But like she's deserved an Oscar before. And been, didn't I think get she's it. been nominated five or six times and never won. Okay, so so I mean it's it's, it's, it's between her and Lady Gaga. Was it yeah. was it kind of like Leo? How Leo deserved an Oscar so many times, but even though he made the Revenant and the Revenant deserved it regardless. Yeah, but yeah. It's like okay, he finally he had got his Oscar. He had performances before that he probably could have won for. That's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so I would say that Glenn Leo's Close is probably going to win this. Uh, best huh? actor. It's all political. I'm telling no, you. No, it hundred percent. Of course it is. Just like going back to the Black Panther thing. Like, uh, that that yeah. eats me. Well, they were afraid of the backlash if they didn't nominate. Exactly. It. So I was going to say, dude, Black Panther's not even close to being the best Marvel. Movie. I don't even think it's Winter a top. Soldier. It's not a top. It's the best one. It's not a top five Marvel movie. I love the Winter Soldier. Uh, Civil War. Winter uh, Civil see, War is really I, good. I, I like Civil War. It's not my top five. Is Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's the best. I the agree. first Avengers. First Avengers good. Infinity War. The first Iron Man. First Iron Man. And Ragnarok are my five favorites. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad and, you said and, Ragnarok. And then after I, that, how, I put like both Guardians of the Galaxies. Um, I kind of put those together because the, the, the storyline is so the, close. The worst of the, the Marvel Guardians, movies. Guardians 2 was really good. I like Guardians 2, but the worst of the Marvel movies are the first two Thor movies probably. And I don't hate them, but Thor 2 kind of stinks. Thor 2 oh, kind of I'll still watch stink, it if it's yeah. on. Um, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, was both I, kind of stink. Wait, was Iron Man 3 with the Mandarin? Yeah, is that what yeah, that was? Yeah, that ben, one stopped, ben Kingsley yeah. was hilarious, but then they ruined. Watch it. Yeah, it's not even the real Mandarin. Iron Man is barely in the Iron Man suit that movie, and then fucking asshole Gwyneth Paltrow saves the day. Iron Man three stinks. Yo, uh, Guy Pierce wasn't terrible. In no, that. He, Guy Pierce is never good. terrible. He's always good in stuff. He's always good. In, yeah, he's um, good in almost. Yeah, he's good. The, the first Captain America I love with Red Skull, yeah. great. Age of Ultron I don't like very much. It's very forgettable. No, it is. It should have been much better. James Spader's pretty good now. I like. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, best actor. Now I've seen everything on this nomination as well, except uh, Willem Dafoe is nominated for At Eternity's Gate, where he plays Van Gogh, I believe, which I have to see because I love Willem Dafoe anyway. Yep. Um, but Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper, uh, Willem Dafoe, Remy Malek, Viggo Mortensen. I'd say Remy's the favorite. I do worry a Should little be. bit about the uh, Bohemian, uh, the Brian Singer backlash hurting him. But it's I would say it's between him and then Christian Bale being a close second. That close. They may want to give it to Christian Bale for the political purpose. 
purposes because then it, there's a chance to take a swipe at uh, the right side of the fence, yeah, which I, we know these show, I, shows I think love it would, doing. I think it would be super lame if, if they don't give Rami the, the, the award uh, based on that alone. Yeah, I, I think that's course, not fair. No, it's not. It's not fair. It's not his fault. But, uh, now, but the question is, what? and this is the argument, okay. did did Rami Malek know anything about any of the Brian Singer allegations? Just like did anyone know all the allegations directed towards Harvey Weinstein, all the people that said they didn't know about it? Did I, I feel like in Hollywood you had to have known that I mean, something was going on well, I mean, wasn't, with this guy that was raping women on boats. Well, I mean, like, 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 like weren't there rumors always circulating throughout Hollywood? It's like, hey, this guy might be doing yeah, some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of like you, you know didn't what I mean? say anything because like, your career could it's get It's its ruined. own little community. Yeah, exactly. So well, I mean, they're, they're all like, assholes. So, they so, are. So here's the crazy thing. I was watching this thing on YouTube, but it was a... Uh, it was they were celebrating Don Rickles' entire career, and they had oh I watched that that's right? great. And the fu- the craziest part about it was, and Don Rickles is one of the nicest guys yet he'll tear you a new asshole. It's like Lisa Lampanelli, same Correct. thing. Rest in peace, Don Rickles. And he he calls out Harvey Weinstein by name during that whole thing. And now watching it after all this stuff that's gone down, it's so weird yeah. knowing that knowing what we know now, what he was doing at that time. And Don Rickles points him out in a crowd and goes, "You're a great guy, Harvey." That's how much he duped everyone. Yeah, you know what I mean for so long, and yeah. that and that's the crazy part about it. You uh, know, like that's the thing. That oh scares yeah, well me that's what it, you have to wonder. Did Remy Malik? No, I I don't want to say. I don't think I, it's fair I, to say that he definitely did. Because I don't want to speculate it, either because you can't prove it. But that's right. I, it, the question is, have all these like actors just accepted that these people exist in Hollywood? Which is what I assume well, because it, it's been running rampant for seventy years well, yeah, since ima- the golden age of Hollywood. Just imagine back in the sixties. Yeah, when, exactly. When, when no one gave a shit. Yeah, no that's how even in the seventies, dude. Everyone. Everyone's just high enough. Unfortunately, a shit. that's how women had to get acting jobs is by spreading their slit. And it's uh, fucking <laughs> shitty. I mean, it's a, it, listen, it's it, a it, shitty it's thing, a shitty but, thing, it's, it's but reality, like, you guys, it happened. Absolutely. Whatever, yeah. but you move forward and you get past Same it. Same thing happened sure. in the corporate world, too. Ab- ab- exactly. Everything it's happens been, that way. Yeah. All right, yeah. so Best Supporting Actress. There's no real surprises here. Um, it's Amy Adams for Vice. Uh, she <laughs> was great. Amy Adams, to me, is the best working actress right now. Everything she touches is she's at she's least not great anything in it. bad. You no, know what I mean, no. she was great even in Arrival. If, Arrival, I wanted to love, but I didn't. Yeah, and same he, thing. she was same amazing thing. in it. I she, loved Arrival. I liked it. I didn't love it. It's a good See, movie. So this is what's crazy I, with I Arrival. Um, everyone told me to watch it. I watch it, and literally, I watched like maybe the first forty-five minutes, and I was like, I gotta go to sleep. I got like really fucked up, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to fall asleep. And the next day, I'm talking to the landlord about it, and I'm like, you know, I like it, but I think I know where it's going. Um, I mean, a lot of people always know and where it was going. I, um, you know? I, so she's like, why don't you write down what happened, like text it, and then I'm going to look up what happened. So I texted her this whole thing about what I think is going to happen. She looks at the, the Wikipedia. She's like, yeah, that's exactly what happens. And I'm you, like, you were able yeah. to get, You were able to figure out that twist? I'm, he, I'm disgusting with figuring out movies and shows. <laughs> no, it's not even Tyler, fair. he's a huge cinephile. Like, you know how, how well, I am I, about I, music? I know, yeah, I know. He's, a, yeah. he's like that with movies. I, so like... You and Ralph do that a lot. Yeah, where where I, you, you guys find out the ending of the movie before it even fucking. Yeah, there's ends. been a bunch where like I didn't even on shows I've been able to do that where I'm able to figure it out and it doesn't ruin it for me generally. But there's some where it's so right away and it was kind of like a rival where I kind of saw it coming, um, and then it was fine. By the way, I have an announcement, uh, Taylor. Uh, the landlord just told me our sink is fixed. Uh, she just texted me that so. Woo! So you may not have yes. to do that, which is cool. You know why? Because I completely forgot to bring Good. the snake. That's, that's perfect then. Uh, the rest of the nominees, and this woman is the favorite, uh, Regina King, and If Beale Street Could Talk seems to be the favorite. Regina King is a great actress, so I'm not at all upset about that. I just don't really need to see the movie, although I will watch it because I'm an asswipe. Um, and then two women from the favorite are nominated. Um, Emma Stone 
and Rachel Weiss, uh, who I've always liked. Um, Emma Stone's usually good in everything now. Yeah, I, you know, I was shitting on her the other day to one of my buddies, and then I was like, you know what? I just realized is like so much of her shit I like. What's what's look look look, guys. So what last is, uh, sidebar sidebar. Last night, uh, Micah and I went to our buddy Ed's house for a fire pit. Okay. And I mixed, did he finish I, the Tito's? No, I mixed two bottles of Tito's together. That's a good idea. And, and I was pretty drunk, but my fiance just texted me. She's like, "Why is the Tito's completely cracked?" Oh, and why no. is there vodka all over the apartment? Oh, are you oh, in trouble? No. I, think I was so. like, it was fine when I put it. <laughs> <on the table>. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No. We've had. I. I think uh, if you the live, whole hand if, you, gone. if you live with That's anyone or your significant other, we've all had those moments where you wake up and like, what did this motherfucker do? Usually, uh-huh. it's landlord saying it to me. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened a couple times. That's that's. Uh, I think she's up, more dude. mad that I lost a whole bottle of Tito's. Yeah, I'm, I would say I'm mad that you lost a handle of Tito's. Um. All right. So the best supporting actor, um, Marsha Marsha Ali is his name from Green Finally Book. Finally, you got Marsha ha- right. Ma- Ali for Marcia Green Book. Hala. I would say he's the favorite. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Sam Elliott in A Star is Born was, was great. Excellent. Loved Sam Elliott. I did not see the Melissa McCarthy movie, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah, but Richard Grant. And then Sam Rockwell for Vice playing George W. Bush was hilarious. He looked like him too when I saw Bush. the pictures. He looks um, very much like him. Yeah, there's not another, a ton of other ones. The one that, uh, there, I'll tell you what movie is the biggest glaring one for me. Not just in the, it didn't get nominated for Best Documentary. And it should have, and it didn't get nominated for Best Picture, and it should have. And that was that Mr. Rogers documentary. It should have, um, yeah. It was so good. I I would put it in my top three movies I saw this past year. Like my top three this year were Green Book, Hereditary, and, and it's not even a, be my it's not even an actual movie. It's like a it's like a legit documentary. It's, well, yeah, it's, a, it's see, amazing. It's, I watch a lot of documentaries. Uh, can you tell me what's nominated for? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, like best documentary because I don't think I've seen all of them, and I usually love well, watching speaking, documentaries. Speaking of I'm documentary, big, big you, documentary. Like, I don't maybe maybe it's not available or maybe it's not eligible to be nominated. Sure. But I very much believe that the Fire Festival documentary. Fry, fry is it fry? No, no, or no fire? It's, fire. It's Fire Festival. Not because they were pretentious dudes. Bags. Yeah, of course. It, it, if you watch, I watch both of them. The one on Hulu and one on Netflix. The one on Netflix is significantly better, and that one should be nominated because well, you it's see too, it's, how it came out up. too late. It can't well, that's be what I'm saying. It yeah. wasn't eligible. Next year it could be, ja but it's really hilarious. Good. Really, I good. saw a shirt on um, Barbershop Window, which they sell yeah. like parody wrestling shirts, uh-huh. and it's the Hulkamania shirt, but and that says Hulk rules, but it says Jaw rules. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it. All right, here's your documentary nominees: uh, Free Solo, which is supposed to be about people that like free climb, like cliffs yeah. and shit. Those crazy. Everyone's saying it's. Unreal, so I have to watch that. So much anxiety uh, watching that. Climbing the whole, rock phase. Whole County this morning, this evening. Don't know that one. Minding the Gap, I don't know. Uh, Fathers and Sons, I don't know. And RVG about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, don't really care. See, the, the thing I is know they're political movies. Of course, of course, see, and it's about a left-leaning nah, but see, The thing Supreme is with documentaries is that like the documentaries that we watch that are available to us like very, mu- very much more easily than some of those, it's hard because... Like, I, I, I haven't heard of any of them. And I've watched a good, a good amount of documentaries. I've, I've heard year. about Free Solo and RBG. Those but are like, the two I've heard but of. But that's the only thing, though. Like, I, I just haven't heard I'll of I'll tell you ones. one that I, I I wish it came out a little bit earlier because it should be nominated to win is that Peter Jackson World War One uh, documentary. It needs to. They, they Shall Not Grow Old was un. Believable the way he made it. He turned a um, black and white film into well, not even color. just a black and white film into straight color, but he added in sound effects and um, they did lip reading where they put voiceover. So it's a documentary that plays like a movie. Jesus. So it, it's it's incredible. World War One is probably the the American War that I know the least about. I've, mm. I'm pretty familiar with Revolutionary Civil World War Two Vietnam Korean. Everyone knows about I, World War II. exactly. World War One I, I feel like is the most glossed over, and this is not about American soldiers. It's about young British sh- soldiers right. and the way they That's color. How it should be. The way they colorized it 
it, some of, you don't realize how shell shocked some of these kids were. They look like literal walking ghosts, like out of a horror movie. They're like sixteen years old. Um, they shall not grow old is unbelievable. So that should be nominated. Um, but you know the Oscars, it's horseshit. It's horseshit. I'm gonna have a ton of fun when we do the live one because I'm just gonna get to fucked up and just rip, rip on it. Yeah, rip it apart. I can't wait. Um, it's gonna I, be fucking. I have weird. a follow up from the WWE stuff last week. Oh, the, do you um, really? The, uh, so I did you listen to last week's episode where we talked about? No. Um, they got mad about. So no there, bit of there's it, yeah. wrestling fans that were mad about um some um. T- uh, titillating uh, angles they ran recently. It's not even that bad. Uh, Alexa dude. Bliss, someone walked into one woman's locker and she was like uh, topless but covering herself with a shirt. Couldn't All you saw is her back, you couldn't even see side boob and people yeah, were freaking nothing. the fuck out. And then um, then there's one where a woman is trying to seduce another woman wrestler's husband, her real life husband, where like the seduction angle where she's trying to she get She was her. wearing lingerie that covered her whole ass. Yeah, it's exactly. Not lingerie. Yeah, exactly. Fuck out of here. So, um, all these the people were complaining about that. Oh, what they're demeaning about the woman. Women, there's funny thing about the Alexa Bliss one. Her idea, it was a tribute to Trish Stratus. Right. So, okay, so it's it's degrading to her, but she can't have a say on what angle she wants to do. Kind of funny how these assholes work out. Yep. And then there was a wardrobe malfunction on Monday. On a, a with Sasha Banks. Um, Did her whole ass come out? Well, she was going, um, Natalia oh. was going to powerbomb her, and as she went up, her pant, her shorts came down, and you just saw her thong. You saw her ass and her thong, so and then she landed on her feet, and she pulls them up, and the same douchebags that were complaining about these degrading angles are the ones retweeting wardrobe malfunction, course, wardrobe yeah. malfunction. It's these fucking yeah. creeps, dude. Yeah. I watch this pro wrestling shit, and it look good because oh. they can't get laid and reel it good. I hope you fucked it up. What, what, Is that why you're going to start watching wrestling again? No. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm joking. I was saying you not No, I mean, as far as like the, <laughs> the only... Um, the only wrestling I'm really interested in is AEW, and I'm I can't very wait to excited start. for that. So that's the one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything. Yeah, but, but these losers—it's just silly, dude. You don't. What's well, the point, dude? Right, they, they're the same assholes that talk about how much they love the Attitude Era, and then they're upset about them doing somewhat of a TV 14 kind of thing. Like, come on, this is wrestling. They're fake fighting. Let them be fake sluts yeah, and yeah. fake. Whores and fake women beaters. I don't care. It's, it's, it's the, fake. It's theater. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a soap opera. Yeah. It's literally the same thing, dude. You're acting. You're playing a character. It's, it's a, not real. I, I like to Get call it. It's, it's an athletic reality show because no reality show is real. It's Ever. all no. bullshit. It's all it's bullshit. All I, actually, I, I actually saw this shirt the other day. It's a picture of a wrestling ring, and it says, "Your favorite spot is scripted." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Facts.com. Uh-huh. It, it's true. And uh, I really hope something weird happens with the Rumble tonight. To just, I love watching wrestling fans complain i it, like there's certain groups of people that i love like riling up and the wrestling fan is one of my favorites because they take it so personally very, and i yeah. say that as a wrestling fan you've seen the wrestling very few things make me upset i'm just kind of like yeah no whatever I, like the, the only time i could think of if you getting like pissed was like when when roman came out number 30 at the rumble yeah because after was, he just uh, lost the match the earlier it, that night it was obvious like and even then i get over it quick because i'm like i'm it's a fucking scripted thing, and I know Vince McMahon is just going to tell me to fuck off because he's appealing to some demographic that is not me. He's Definitely appealing not. to the childhood demographic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although with them going with these more risky angles <laughs> has me wondering if they're going to do different stuff. We're watching right now the Yo. 1992 Royal Rumble, Yo, is, the greatest is, Royal Rumble. Is that Tugboat and... and typhoon? T- no, it's Typhoon and uh, what the fuck's his name? Well, that, Earthquake versus the, the Road Warriors? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Jimmy Hart's <laughs> in the corner. Yeah, dude. I got This is the greatest Royal Rumble ever. This is when Ric Flair uh, won the WWE Championship in the Royal Rumble and Mean Gene yelled at someone during the post-match uh, interview because yeah. Ric Flair's kind of promo. I guess someone backstage was smoking a cigarette and in the middle of the interview, Mean Gene goes, put that cigarette out! Just <laughs> <laughs> yells at them. Um, there's a new documentary coming to Showtime soon. I don't know if you heard about this. What is it? No, so, I have It's a Wu-Tang 
Insane Clan documentary Good. on Showtime. Yeah. yeah, how fucking great is a docu series? Awesome. I'm very excited for that. If you if could, it's, you if could it's, go see Wu Tang tonight, the tickets drop pretty good in price. How, at how Terminal Five? How, how much did they under a hundred bucks? I might make that happen. Honestly, you, you I wanted to go to that I show so bad. You're, you're, you're really you, daring me right now. I don't think you have the guts to go tonight. To go to Wu Tang on my own? Yeah, I don't think you would tonight. Yeah, I hundred percent dare you. To do it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he has the, the because goal to. I don't think you have the the nads. Yeah, you don't have the stones. You, you don't have the plums. I don't have the plums. <laughs> Feel it deep down I drove all plums. the way to Philadelphia by myself to go see my favorite band play. You tell me I don't have the fucking. I stones? don't think you'll go see Wu Tang tonight by myself. No. Yeah, that is kind of sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I grow how wants to go. That's not a terrible idea. Yeah, I might text him later. Yeah, text him be like, yo, if you can find tickets for under hundred bucks. I'll it, give you a promo code to use yeah. if I can find them under uh, around there. Right, right, get right. twenty five off, and then think about it. Yeah, I'll definitely think. And about then it. you got to go on I'm our interested. Facebook and live stream it while you're there. I'll do it. Just I'll for a little bit. Do at least. Yo, you're gonna see me by myself. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck. Yeah, with. and then you're gonna drop a hard R and get shot. I ain't dropping no hard R. <laughs> you're gonna be in the middle of a really weird crowd. All they need to do is just just play Liquid Swords and have everyone else just. Be uh, a Jizz's hype man. That's how I'll be happy with that. So, um, Super Bowl this week, um, and uh, the commercials are starting to come out. Uh, there's a hype for a um, Jeff Bridges posted a video of him as the dude again. Did you see oh, that? Oh, from Big Lebowski, and yeah. And it's something that's premiering during the Super Bowl. It's oh. probably a commercial for something else where yeah. he's just playing the dude. They did this a few years ago with Matthew Broderick, and it was yes. a Ferris Bueller commercial yep. with him doing all the stuff now. It's probably that. But the premise, everyone's like, could there be a, a Big Lebowski too? Uh, I could not see the Coen brothers doing that. No. no them um they're you know i like the coen brothers they're a little pretentious i don't th i don't think bit. there's any reason to ever go back to the big lebowski it, it stands on its own and it stands a test it's, of time it's and perfect. it's gotten better over the years um every it's a, year it's a classic every year that passes because when it came out it wasn't beloved no it's like a lot of coen brothers movies they kind of age very well and big lebowski is the best example of it but cbs did reject the super bowl ad which one was it um for medical marijuana I mean, there was oh, they talked about this on WFN. They don't want to take a side. Oh, that's, that's right. fine. That's fine. But please, show me more liquor ads and car ads during the commercial. How many vodka, tequila, beer commercials are going to be during the Wait. Super Bowl? And then followed in between by how many car commercials? How, how, yeah. People getting pissed about not, about having a cannabis commercial? What the fuck? These are the same people that watched the uh, the Nationwide commercial where the kid died in that a fucking was, crash. That was great. Oh. And... And people were worried about medical, like a, a cannabis commercial. And, what, it's got to be NBC. No, and, CBS. CBS. CBS declined. It's, it's got to be CBS saying no, and then he, in turn the NFL says no because if because if the Which, NFL again, says yes, they say no, they lose their TV deal. It's because it's not like a federally recognized. Well, yeah, thing it's yet. not That's federally right. legal. Yeah, but yeah, but right. what's great is the same week that, and I'm sure the NFL's influence had something to do with it towards CBS because they don't want to start giving out medical marijuana exemptions to players yet. Not which they should. It helps. It's proven to help with concussion related Absolutely. symptoms. Absolutely. Uh, but it's hilarious because at the same time, Joe Montana just invested seventy-five million dollars into a medical marijuana dispensary out in California. He's going to be so a one billionaire. Of their, one of their one top day. top three players, all, quarterbacks all time, in Joe Montana is investing a lot of his money into medical marijuana at the same time. I've stocks, stocks in marijuana. Well, I, I mean, Tyson just started. Yeah. A medical well, I was going to say, thing. like a lot of these athletes are are finding a second career in medical marijuana. Yeah, because like you look at someone like Kurt Ricky, Schilling, Ricky tried, Williams. You, yeah, but like you look at someone like Kurt Schilling who tried a video game thing and went bang up three times. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, there, there's money to be made. It's it's a medical. It's something that can help people legitimately. And I think it's time for us to wake the fuck up. It's so much Seriously. healthier. Sure. And, oh, absolutely. And did you see New Jersey just legalized the fact that they can use medical marijuana to help uh, opiate addiction? Yeah, which. It, that's a, a weird subject. I think for certain people it makes sense. For the person that is the pure like 
the the most hardcore of addicts, I think it's a bad idea. Yes. Um, you know, I know yeah. people like saying marijuana is not addicting. It is to certain people. Anything's addicting. Anything's to certain psychologically people. addicting. Sugar's addicting to people. Video um, games. Sugar's sugar sugar sugar's is more proven, addictive. Pr- sugar triggers the same things drug. in your brain as cocaine, as far as addiction yeah. goes. So it's very very funny. Um, but uh, as far as treating opioid addiction with marijuana, um. I think I think if like someone is coming out of like a bad surgery, bad injury, and they have them on painkillers, then give them medical marijuana because right. then you could wean off. Well, well I know. Pl- unfortunately, I know plenty of people, including one of my oldest and closest friends, who died of a heroin overdose. He got hooked on painkillers after giving his sister his kidney so she could live. He got hooked on painkillers, and once he couldn't get painkillers, what's the next thing you go to? Heroin. Yep, yep. Unfortunately, same thing. And it's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper, and if you can't get a prescription, it's easier to get a hold of. And yep. unfortunately, in this area, it's very easy to get a hold of heroin. Definitely. So for people that are like weaning off of painkillers, good idea. If it's some guy that is just stealing oxys from people or you know snorting up pills all the time, he probably shouldn't have anything. No, he should go cold turkey. No and then alcohol. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. nothing I mean, at, at that point, like you got you got to commit yourself. Like you literally have to sit there and deal with the detox. It, deal all, with all the a, bullshit. You need a full it. lifestyle change yes. when you're coming off a pure addiction. Completely. Now, exactly. Now I do agree that ma- uh, that marijuana is not uh, marijuana is not an addictive substance to me or to anyone it's else. A, what it's it, psycholo- what it could be. it's psychological. No. It, no, no, but like that's what I'm saying. But like it has so many feel when they're high i mean i know people that are absolutely addicted to feeling high maybe not marijuana itself but they're addicted to the high it gives them because it's proven chemically there is nothing that triggers that addiction thing but you can get addicted to a feeling like people that are daredevils you get addicted to skydiving exactly you get Mm -hmm. listen i love feeling high Hell yeah, I love it. Uh, am I addicted to it? No, I've gone at weeks all. and months without smoking at a time, and I'm fine. Do it, does it help me sleep? Yeah, I'm addicted to wanting to fall asleep before fucking four a.m. Yeah, yeah, exactly. right. Yeah, yeah. You do that a That's lot. exactly what I'm addicded to. I'll, I'll and get it's a, better I'll than get taking t- like melatonin or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I, see, I, the problem for me with melatonin, it keeps me awake. Yeah. It does, I, yeah. I'll take like <laughs> the only time it really. Is there a good amount of caffeine and melatonin? No, no. Too? Melatonin's a natural thing that knocks you on your ass. The only time it's really fucked me up was I. So I had melatonin gummy bears, right? Okay. And I took like four to six of them and then I took like four Unisom whoa that was a weird night <laughs> that was a weird feeling uh, I felt like I was on like a, sh- a small boat on the ocean just like rocking like this um, I, I imagine him in like the boat from the movie Life of Pi with like the fucking with, with the oh intense sleep eating when I did this I was dude. sleep eating the uh, the other night I woke up with um, uh, two string cheese wrappers in my pocket <laughs> so have, have you heard about my sleep eating problem I've never heard this dude so, Tyler the most famous thing of him sleep eating so he sleepwalks and then just eats everything. Like there was one time we were all, when we lived together with Greg. Greg and I are watching a movie in the living room and Dan's asleep. He walks out and he's clearly out. I go, Dan, what's up, dude? And he just walks into the fridge, opens the fridge, leaves it open, grabs a fucking like an Italian sub and bites it in the middle. Lettuce everywhere. <laughs> like we go, Dan, are you okay? And he just goes, hum, hum, mid-shoe and walked to his room. There was a trail of lettuce from the fucking, from the refrigerator all the way to his room. Uh, my favorite one was on the the flight to Texas. I got free booze because of that. Yeah, I, I was sit- so they. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember what happened. But there's, there's a picture of so, this. So, so all that happened was you know to knock him out was a pretty long flight. You know, I, um, I took a Xanax. He took a Xanax. Ooh, knocked on my and, ass. And it literally right. put it put him out the whole flight, but he was up as soon as we landed. So he's out and he's laying back in his chair with his ultimate warrior sunglasses on with his mouth <laughs> wide open. So the guy's coming through with the cars and like, they, give drinks, you, they give you these really nice wafer, wafer, wafer cookies. cookies. They're yeah. delicious. They're really good. So the guy's coming through with the cart and Dan has his fucking wafer and he's trying to eat it, but it's got the wrapper on it and he's fucked up. So he's like, huh? huh? <laughs> and I go, I go, I go to open it for him and he takes a bite and just mid bite 
out. passes out. Yeah, it's oh, weird because yeah. I won't sleepwalk and do other things, but dude, so, I eat. Dude, so the guys coming a common th- thing. I've dude, heard. the guys coming through with the cart looking for drinks, and I'll go, uh, yeah, give me, uh, give me a rum and coke, and then, sir. Sir, I go, dude. He's uh, he's out. He's not gonna and, wake and I, up. I'm like this, eating he, the cookies. Yeah. My head. He goes, there's a picture of it. Taylor's laughing, and I'm like this, dude. He goes, how out is he? I go, watch, and I smack Dan hard in the face. Boom, doesn't wake. I up. sleep like the fucking dead. It's dude. gonna take something. When when uh, when you guys left last week right. with the snow, um, Josh and an and the and wife home. too had to crash here, right? Yeah, I remember you texted and me. Josh, um, the, Josh, the engineer, by the way, is not here today. Um, he's not. He's under the weather. Um, but he wakes me up, and I went. I just went like this. I cocked the fist back. When he jumped, because yeah. you have to like jolt me to wake me up. I need like so I've slept through fucking storms. I slept yep. through a tree falling on my parents' house. I'm fucking dead. If you need dude. something, like if you are getting gang raped and I'm asleep, you're getting gang raped. <laughs> yeah. You're getting lots of penetration. Happening. Good luck, dude. Yeah, dude, th- th- there could be a massacre in the next room. Dan so is. Just, I woke up. Is everything with, okay? I woke up with the the string cheese in my pocket, uh-huh. and the other day I woke up with two wrappers of those um Belvita like crackers. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are great. Oh, the blueberry great. ones. Yeah. I was like, and I just had crumbs all over me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was telling you guys when you got here, um, Resident Evil Two came out this week. Yeah, and you never me. really. Oh, yeah. I, there's a couple of Resident Evil the, things now, here. Now here's the thing: I, the only Resident Evil game I played and I liked, everyone hates. Resident Evil Five. I well, liked. Resident I didn't Evil hate 5. five. Six sucked. Five wasn't. Six bad. was bad. Five was just. A, and then the five, Return of Raccoon City was god awful. Um, oh, Operation Raccoon City. That where one, it, was, yeah. it was like SWAT, where you had to like re well, the point people. Yeah. It was like yeah. playing Rainbow Six with zombies, except it wasn't good at all. <laughs> yeah. It was so um, bad. All, most of Resident Evil spinoff games kind of suck. Like. Veronica X was pretty good. Um, there was a couple first-person ones that were okay. Uh, so when I they only announced it like a year ago that they remade Resident Evil 2. And Resident Evil 2 came out in 1998. And I remember my brother got the original Resident Evil on the PS1, and I watched him play that, and then he walked me through playing it on my own. Like, I was so young. And yeah. he's like, okay, now you go here, here. And back then, it was the fixed camera. Yeah, you where go you around could, corner, It was really yeah. hard. It's really hard to revisit. Hard. Um, and a few years ago, they well, on the GameCube, they remastered the original Resident Evil, and then on the PS4, they ported it yeah, over. Yeah. And it played great still, except it was fixed camera. Yeah. So this one they remade Resident Evil 2 and I'm like that's a fucking all-time classic. What, what, was it a full reboot? It's a full remake. It's okay. not even a remake. I think it's a different style of playing too. It, it is. It's not oh, it's not the fixed camera. Yeah. It's over the shoulder. It's like it plays like Resident Evil 4 kind yeah. of. Okay. Um Resident except it goes it, so this is where 5 went wrong. 5 was not a bad game. It was just an action game. It wasn't survival horror. In the old Resident Evil it, it was about conserving your ammo. Like I'm playing Resident Evil 2 right now. My ammo's gone and I'm an hour and a half into the game. Yeah. Maybe two and a half hours. I have no ammo. <laughs> at all. See, it was like that too when I used to play Silent Hill. Silent yeah, Hill was it, well, fucking... That's, yeah, that's yeah. survival horror. Yeah. It's more about navigating and conserving your right. health, like your Last ammo. Last yeah, very, yeah. Yeah. But even harder. Yeah. So... Um, I was very afraid when you're remaking such a classic. And I remember feeling giddy when Resident Evil 2 came out and playing it all week with my brother when it came out and just being so into it. It was two discs. You play as Leon or you yep. play as Claire. This game... This is going to set the standard for remaking classic games because it's really that, it, it's it, really it, it completely good. captured the tone, the atmosphere, and the spirit. Uh, it feels like the original Resident Evil Two, like down to the the, the tanker crashing and uh, Claire and Leon getting split up, uh, going through the police station. All the elements of the original are there, from the liquor to the tyrant, which is always fucking you up in yeah. Resident Evil Two. Um, I even had Resident Evil Two when they made it; for, they ported it over to the N sixty four, which was so cool to time because. 
no one thought N64 could do PlayStation 1 yeah. graphics, and they were able to port it over like a year and a half, two years later. I think, I think Nani mentioned, I, wasn't the first Resident Evil on like Sega Saturn? No, no, too? it was PlayStation no, 1. No, well, PlayStation because PlayStation I, I remember like it was a mansion. disc, and Sega Saturn was the first console no, I ever was, had that had a disc. It, I think they released it on just, Dreamcast at one right. point. Well, I'm the saying first like, Resident yeah. Evil. Well, yeah. I'm saying I definitely mixing it up, but I remember watching my uncle play you're, the first Resident Evil You might be thinking of House of the Dead on Sega Saturn or Sega CD. They had a bunch of House of the Deads on there. Yeah, no, it is House or House of D or something like that. Yeah, some it, fucked up so zombie movie. The, the Resident Evil games kind of went wrong. Like four was an incredible game, four was but amazing. it started to become more action oriented rather than survival horror. Yeah. And, and, and that's where five went. You and know, five went. And five was fun. Five was six a good time. was shit. Six went way too wild. Outside of the Leon storyline, where it was actual zombies, it was a horrendous game. Well, that was the one where you could pick the three different characters. Correct. Right? There was three yeah. different storylines you could yeah. do. Then last year, when Resident Evil Seven Biohazard came out, everyone and they, loved that. And they game. went to like look how fucking young Shawn Michaels is here on the screen. Is this a, like this he, is he's in the rockers, dude. Right? Yeah, I have a fu- I have the same Shawn Michaels Funko up there, the yo, old school that, one. Yo, that mullet. No, this is, is the next first. Level, this dude. is the Look first carnation of the Heartbreak Kid. This Look was shortly that. after Barbershop Window with Marty Jannetty. Um, right. So when Resident Evil Biohazard came out last year, seven, um, it was weird because it was a first person Resident Evil game. It was a Raccoon City. It went to this just house in the woods, and I'm like, all right, this is kind of reminding me of the mansion in the original. Mm-hmm. We have to navigate through. Holy fuck, that game was scary. Yeah. And especially, and you could do the same thing with the new Resident Evil. I suggest putting on headphones and having the sound come through it. Yeah. But you're going to get fucked up because the sounds in Resident Evil, the creaks and the groans, yeah. the shadows of things, they do like little things. Like you walk in a room and you think you see a shadow of a, a zombie, but it's a lamp and there's just a little mannequin in front of it that looks like a person. I remember when Resident Evil 7 was coming out and he and he was telling me about it. He was like, I don't get if I got to get the deluxe edition and get the regular one. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, the deluxe edition comes with a candle that you light with the scent of blood. Yeah. <laughs> if, well, that was also if you had the 3D one, so the, it became right. a 4D experience, Dude. which is a cool idea. So they, they fucking knocked it out of the park with this Resident Evil to feel like I'm back in Raccoon City and going with it. the classic stuff. I like I said, you need to play it during the day because you're you're gonna bug the fuck out at night. I was gonna it say throws, dude, I don't amazing like, thing. Dude, I, don't it, I it, hate it, horror. It throw, I hate it, dude. The, I the scariest it. gaming experience I've ever had was probably Silent Hill Two. What was, what was that game that they did on PlayStation Four? It was like actually a promo for the PT. First. It was, game, it was supposed to be Silent Hills. That game was which, fucking... Th- that little demo that was, was horrific. That was horrific. Horrific. Did you ever, did you ever see that, Micah? No, I, I really got to watch that. Oh, I really do. You gotta, that's something you don't watch at night. No, no dude, PT quick, fucked me up. <laughs> Sidebar. Yeah. This is how you know I've known Tyler a long time. He just calls me Micah. No yeah. one, everyone else just calls me Taylor. Taylor. It's so Micah. weird. Majka. Majka. Um, Majika. Micah so, with the M-I-C-A. I, I'm trying to think. PT was shut horrifying shut because you didn't know what was going on in PT. Do you remember like, turning the there's corners? There's a crying fetus yeah. in a sink. Ew, you turn dude. the corners and it's like one thing. You turn the same corner, and it was gone. Scene, I might need like to body hanging. I might need to try you this. Can't like, no, saying, you can only watch it. You can't. I'm saying because like horror games, I could deal with. Just watch the gameplay because you can't download it. It's not even a game. Well, you just, not, you just got, walk. Well, it was supposed to be Silent Hills, and then um, whatever that Fukushima had a falling out with uh, Konami was it? Yeah. One yeah. of the companies. Yeah. Um, and now it, it's turned into a game that's coming out within the next year called Death Stranding, with because uh, um, Norman Reedus is the star of it, and it's being directed by the same guy that directed the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. PT was horrifying. Outlast was horrifying. Yeah. Outlast was fucked. Um, the Alien Isolation game was, was pretty fucked yeah. up. That was fucking creepy because yeah. you yeah. get like no weapons and you can't kill one of the xenomorphs. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think other scary. Uh, there was a game called Fatal Frame on the PS2 that was fucking creepy because it's like you go to a haunted house and the only way you could see and capture these ghosts is on like an old camera. <laughs> and no, it's fucked up, dude. Like literally, you're like walking around, you hear something, and then you pull up the camera and there's something jumping at oh, you. Oh my god! It was it was fucking horrific. Th- there was a game I played it on 360 a long time ago. It was Clive Barker's Jericho. Yeah, dude. Jericho, Clive Barker's yeah. Jericho that was, was fucked remember up. Remember we played Evil Within? How fucked up that was? I couldn't do it. I okay. couldn't get past okay, the first if you part. You play Evil Within. You're gonna have a hard time with Resident Evil Two because the same people that made Evil Within did the remake of Jesus Resident Evil Two. Remember, remember the game Fear? Yeah, Fear, Fear was, was fucked up. Fear was, was crazy. Up. You turn a corner and there's a little girl on fire. I like the there, there was uh, the game Alan Wake. Alan Wake was actually yeah. really that was a good. Weird one. That I like that, that one. was a strange Where game. You use the flashlight to get the shadow off, and then you can fucking kill him. Like, there, that there was, was really. Cool. There was some other Resident Evil news this week, and that what? was announced on Friday that uh, Netflix is developing a Resident Evil series. TV like like a TV show. Apparently, okay. what they want to do is they want it to be like their encompassing kind of Walking Dead arc that becomes this whole umbrella universe, which is kind of what the the shit movies tried to. I, I call them shit movies. They made a shit ton of money, and they're so bad though. I know. The first Resident Evil is pretty good. The first one's okay. It's, it's not, okay. It's not terrible. There's elements. There's worse. even elements in the second one I like, like Nemesis, some of the zombie stuff. But none of them feel like Resident Evil. The first one's the closest thing to feeling like Resident it's Evil. It's hard to take sure. a video game and make a movie. Well, how it's many really good hard. video game movies are there? There's none. Super Mario I mean, Brothers. No, Mortal Kombat. Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat was good. There, there's um, the, Sil- the Silent Hill movie wasn't bad. Actually, wasn't bad. it felt like Silent Hill. But then you look at some of the more recent ones, like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed there was were, a giant was, pile of bullshit. Halo movie. It was awful. Well, well, they tried to make a Halo movie, but then so they but then Peter they did Jackson something else, and then, turn, and then they yeah. turned it into District Nine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But and District Nine is great. I love yeah. District Nine. I, eh. Oh no, District Nine. No, it's a good District movie. I just I just can't I can't watch it. It pisses me off too much. Like why? I just can't stand when they when they strap the dude to the fucking thing and they blast the. That's like, the, the point. Alien You're away. supposed to be mad. No, that's I'm saying I'm saying it's a good movie. It's just I don't want to watch it. Okay. And what do you guys think of the Tomb Raider movies? Um, I hate the them. Raider, yeah. uh, Angelina the, the, Jolie was hot at the, the time. The Tomb Raider, sure. the Tomb Raider games, the remakes specifically, are well, the, all yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the remakes, are. but the movies themselves, even the newest one, I have no that, interest. It was so fucking I'm bad. I think other um, the Super Mario Brothers movie is horrendous, but it's I bad. love it. I still love it. I'll watch yeah. it when it's on. And Mortal Kombat was a lot of fun. I love the first Mortal Kombat. The second that, one, that the second one is terrible. That might be the greatest video game yeah. movie. But they made a Blood Rain movie yeah. from those games. Wasn't Blood Rain on that? Blood Rain was on that list of terribly. Terribly yeah, bad movie. Didn't they make a Hitman up. movie too? Hitman movie with uh, Tim Timmy Olyphant, yeah. who I love, uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of another video game. There's movie. honestly like, not that many good ones. No, if, it's if few. I, I, honestly, the, the best video game movie is probably San Andreas with the Rock. That's not even a video game movie. Is, is I thought it Rampage was. Rampage is a video game movie. Rampage is a video game. Oh, that's what it is, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, um. Some cool Resident Evil stuff going on. Um, did you guys check out the new Weezer album this week? Oh, I did. Yeah. We were actually we, listening to it last night. No, so I, I know, I know so how you. Stupid. It's too <laughs> ironic. It's like they I just picked it. ironic songs. No, dude, that paranoid really cover is horrendous. I love the I paranoid like the cover. Paranoid. You know on. what? I hated the fucking Scrubs. Scrubs oh, the, sucks. Oh, the, oh, the, the Billie Jean cover. cover is terrible. That's not good. Um, I agree. The one Africa that I like the best is everybody. Africa's wants... the best one. What are you talking? about? No, I'm sick of it. I love yeah. it, dude. It's so good. I, I, I'm sick of Africa. I like bands. That do cover records because I always like knowing what it, what a, what a what a song but, like that will sound differently. Now, do I agree that this is not a strong cover record? Yes. No, it's, I, but Weezer picks songs that you're like, oh, Weezer would cover that. It's all ironic. It's annoying. It the best one is um, everybody wants to rule the world. That's a good cover because yeah. I hate the original one. Well, uh, I hate the original version. Um, a band called a band called Four Year Strong put out an entire cover record of just 90 songs, and it's really fun, like like Bullet with Butterfly I, Wing. 
things. I love Weezer. I hate it. There's like three songs on it I like. I just don't. Which like, ones? I got. Uh, I like Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Okay. Um, the Tainted Love cover is not bad because it sounds. Tainted all the covers. And take don't on sound me is like, not bad either. Take on me, but yeah. all, most of the covers sound like exactly. They like, sound like a tribute band or yeah, a karaoke. Yeah. Like there's nothing that sounds like, enticing to it. I was really <laughs> disappointed. And again, I thought it was ironic. Too ironic. It's like Weezer just being Weezer. We get it. You're Weezer. You're weird. We know. Well, I was I just saying, understand. Understand. Oh, yeah. Rivers Cuomo is a weird follow on Twitter. I never understand what the fuck he oh, says. He's a honestly. really weird guy. He's a, he's a weird follow. But um, I think they just did it for the fun of it. Yeah, listen, and that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. They, have have no they, have, they have a real album coming out they soon. They do. Um, yeah. Black album, I guess, this one. Because this was Teal, and I yeah. think next one's Black album. Um, it's probably better than Metallica's Black album. Oh, Metallica's <laughs> Black album's not terrible. It's not good. I, I, okay. I, was I was listening to... I just love the song Sad But True. I love that fucking... That Kid Rock ripped off for American Badass. Oh, yeah. Well, Sad But True, he ripped off that rips uh, that riff so hard. Kid Rock stinks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Great live show. I'm it's sure he great is. live show because sure. he's a performer. That's what he is. Yeah, I le I love a true artist. I don't think so. Even though it was pretty cool when like when he was playing uh, he was playing drums and singing Cat Scratch Fever at the same time. No, he's, that was pretty he's cool. an asshole. All right, too. No, I mean I'm not debating um, that. We all know that. Cool, there was some cool <laughs> casting news this week. Casting um, news. Um, so the Sopranos prequel movie. They cast James oh, Gandolfini's son, son to play. Son, young. Yeah. Did you see what he looks like? Looks exactly fucking it's like him. Crazy. With yeah. how much he looks with, like him. With hair. Now, the and thing, skinny. The like thing, young, yeah, the thing young I'm... Soprano. Well, he's, I wonder if he's going to put on weight for the movie, but they do imply when Tony was young, he was a very good athlete throughout the show. He never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Never. <laughs> Uncle June keeps saying I, I, He actually just... I had just watched the episode where he had the dream sequence with his coach, and he tried to kill his coach, yeah, but yeah. The, the bullets oh, turned to shit. All the weird dreams where uh, Annette Benning is in it, and then the cop from the first season that commits suicide is there. That's so fucking... A weird you episode. guys want to hear something crazy? Sure. Never watch this. You need to. You should. You should. You like Breaking Bad? Being oh, I, I know I would love it because I love the whole mafia thing. And yeah, I, but I, it's not even just you. Do you like Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, of course. Without the Sopranos, the Breaking, Breaking Bad because yeah. Breaking Bad is the antihero. That's yeah. Mad Mad Men. That's the antihero. Yeah. Tony Soprano is the first anti-hero. Yeah. The there's an episode in season one that's one of the top five episodes called College, and it's the first time that the main uh, character on a show at the time killed someone on screen and yeah. not like in self-defense it was just like he was committing murder oh, so it was such yeah. a big deal um but yeah so they got gandalf they got gandalfini's son playing young tony which is interesting because his son is 19 and as far as i know this is supposed to take place during the newark riots which was 1968 <laughs> yeah, and yeah. based on the timeline tony was six um <laughs> but i'm wondering if they're going to be doing like flash forwards throughout because the many, it's called The Many Saints in Newark, and it's about Christopher's father, Dickie Montalsante, who right. you hear about throughout the show. Is this right. going to be on HBO, too? Well, uh, it's going to be a theater. It's going yeah, to be, be an actual movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be a show. Which okay. is going to be cool, because like, like when the, the whole episode when Chris finds the guy who killed his mm -hmm. father, I still don't understand that. Maybe it's it, it, maybe I just missed something, but... It was a dirty like, cop that turned on his father, right. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Thank like... You. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, don't talk shit. I literally, I turned around to you one day, and I go, Dan... right in his face. <laughs> he sneezed in my face one time. You just called right in his face. And all jewel vape came I, out. I just saw like smoke and spit and like, <laughs> grease. He sneezed in my face. I literally, he's, I'm standing behind him one day. I go, Dan. And he just turns around and goes, ah, right in my fucking There's face. There's a wall right next to you. All you had to do was turn well, that Yeah, but way. I'm facing this way. It's hard for me to go side Coughed to side right sometimes. right in my face, you tremendous cunt. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, there was some other casting news this week for another movie. What? Um, the Breaking
Breaking Bad movie they're making. That um, wait, wait, Frank, wait. They're making a Breaking Bad movie. It's about, it's about Jesse after he got out of. Uh, uh, yeah. are, are they going to have Jesse actually in it? Uh, yeah. So um, yeah. Aaron Paul's going to be in it, and they officially announced that um, he is dead still, Walter White, but Brian Cranston will be in it. And I'm assuming either dream sequences or flashbacks to scenes maybe we didn't That's see throughout cool. the show, and it's going to be about Jesse's life after the fact. I think there's going to be a lot of flashbacks because, from what I understand, uh, Jane, uh, Kristen Ritter on there yeah. is going to be in it as well. Probably mm-hmm. flashbacks or dream sequences. I think it's going to be really cool to see what Jesse does because while it was cool seeing him get away, that's such an iconic shot of him just driving away. Crying. The ending of that own. show is... What, yeah. Where was his life set up at that point? His girlfriend just got killed at the end of the season that he mm-hmm. was in love with. Is he going to take care of her son even though he was accused of poisoning yeah. uh, Brock <laughs> in, the, in the last season of Breaking Bad? That's going to be cool. Um, I'm really excited to see what they do Fuck, because... Man, I just want to rewatch Breaking Bad. I'm not even I'm kind of due for too. a rewatch yeah, of Breaking I Bad. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm, doing my, I'm watching uh, The Sopranos with The Landlord right now but she's moving too slow for me so I'm literally watching where we're supposed to and I'm just going to go back I've seen the fucking series like 16 times at this point what's the difference if I watch it four times I'm still through my first watch no well you just finished season five right uh, I have to watch the finale yeah you got a good one how many seasons is it it's technically technically seven because the last season because of the writer strike well no that's not what it was they just wanted to split it up because of that well they did like an entourage thing well that was good well the thing is yeah with entourage was actually during a writer strike maybe that's why I got yeah. confused, but yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so that that's some some cool shit there. Uh, there was, uh, did you watch Bellator last night? By the way, I watched the highlight of one knockout where this uh, dude got dropped. I forget who it was, and then he came back, and they were just in a fucking oh, Muay Thai yeah. clinch, and then he just cracked them once. So fucking, but Fedor uh, went out in thirty five seconds. From Is that a what fucking it was? lazy left hook from Ryan Bader, who ba- Bader hits hard, but it wasn't like an um, it wasn't like an overhand. It was like it was a lead was it left straight right. It, it looked more like a jab. It didn't hit him hard, but it hit him right on the chin, and he was out in thirty seconds. Was it like Anderson Silva just like just like touching kinda, Forrest Griffin? Yeah, it was. It was like I said, it wasn't a jab, but it was like an over. It was like a Rich Franklin punch because Franklin yeah. never threw straight punches. They were always kind of looping, right? And he just caught him on the chin. And I thought Bader would win, but I thought he would just pound him out, take him down, pound him out, knocks him out in thirty seconds. So for someone that has no idea, not too much about MMA, Fedor is, the Fedor great, is arguably the love, greatest of all time. I love watching MMA. So I Fedor, I just don't know Fedor, anything about. I would say he's no worse than the second best of all time. He's probably first when you consider his. He was never a natural heavyweight, mm-hmm. and the guys he beat and how he beat them. He fought one of the greatest Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys ever, in um, Antonio Nogara. And everyone's like, he's got to keep it on the feet to beat him. He takes Nogara down. And he starts pounding the shit out of him on the ground. He this fought, guy was he a fought Crow Cop, animal. who was arguably the greatest striker that MMA's ever seen. And everyone says, oh, he's got to take down Crow Cop to beat him. He beats him on the feet. Um, he fought guys that were bigger than him. He got dropped on his neck during a fight from a German suplex. Uh, listen, and he beats I, the guy a minute later. Kevin Randleman, su- German suplexed this Dude, guy and landed flat on his neck. the air suplexes him, lands on his neck. He broke two ribs, I believe, and within 30 seconds he hit a, he hit a reverse on him, got on top, pounded him out, and then submitted. It was yeah, just... Pounded it, him out and then submitted was, him. Yeah, it, he did. The, oh I, I don't know if any fighter short of Anderson Silva has had the aura that Fedor does because you got into a ring with Fedor and it was like... The he, last his, emperor, his, one of the best his, fucking his nicknames calm, ever. He had true Bushido spirit. He'd fight anyone, anytime, didn't matter how big or small they were. Um, Bush- him, him and Sakuraba had the biggest <laughs> warrior spirits of 
ever seen in my life. Sakuraba um, would fight people three times the size and wouldn't give a fuck. It, it, this is the first time in uh, Fedor's 18-year career that he's been stopped in less than a minute. So it says that says a lot. Stinks. He wow. went 10 years undefeated. Mm-hmm. And he was beaten. The, like, the, the only thing that they said is that he wasn't fighting UFC guys. So then some UFC guys left. Tim Sylvia left, who was heavyweight champion for like three years. He beat Sylvia in 30 seconds. Andre Arlovsky, who was UFC champion for years, leaves the UFC. They fight. Arlovsky is light, not lighting him up, but he's beating him on the feet. He was clearly winning. And then he goes for a flying knee. And while he's in the air, Fedor catches him with an overhand and knocks him out cold. If there's one thing Arlovsky um, is good at is getting on the wrong end of highlight real It's funny. Arlovsky's really <laughs> chin at 40 is better than it was at 30. Like now he doesn't get knocked out all the it's time. Crazy. It makes no sense. But the, the, uh, the last fight, I, I made him watch... Uh, well, I, I made him watch the Brian Ortega Max Holloway fight. Oh, of, what like, a fucking and, fight and I was that super, was! Good. And I was idea. super stoked on it because, like, him and Ryan both look at me. They're like, you know, we really don't know nothing about this. Like, this is a crazy yeah. fight, and Ortega got the shit kicked out of him. Ortega, and was, I won two hundred dollars that night because Max Holloway won by TKO. And he, was under, he was the under. He was the underdog. Get the um, fuck out of so here! There was another fight last night. A guy making his MMA debut. None other than a real American, Jack Swagger. Or JK. Oh, he did. He made his debut last night with R-Truth doing his entrance. We yo, yo, he came out with We the People on the board and playing his WWE highlights. They had Zeb really? Coulter's voice and shit. That's fucking And Jack awesome. Swagger did his rap for it. Um, um, and he won. He won in a couple minutes. Did he really? he looked really good. What, um, uh, how, did, how did he win by? Uh, it was a submission. He looked great. It was, he was, the guy was severely outclassed, and Bellator is very smart to build him up slowly. But this isn't a guy like CM Punk who doesn't have any real combat. Well, he was an All-American. Okay. Wrestler, wrestler Jack yeah, Swagger. Yeah. And at the weigh-ins, he looked great. He's got the physique for it. His age is advanced for starting MMA now. What That's is he, like 30, 35? It's something like that. But He's in his I remember 30s. him in WWE. Oh, yeah. oh dude, yeah. Million Dollar Man and Sensational yeah. Sherry walking out in the Rumble right now. Look at that. Uh, this, this is, the like I said, the best Rumble ever. What is this from 1984 90, or something? This is 1992. 90, wow, this way is off. A really old one. Way off. Um, Jesus. I'm tra- oh, so this is a funny story. You know how when you buy like a, a photo frame and it always has like the pictures of some other family in it or whatever? Yeah, who yeah. are those and, people? Oh, well, so... I like it's the there, same there was, five there was a Lifetime movie that came out this past year called Christmas Harmony, and I guess they used like a stock photo of like whatever it was, and uh, I guess one of the actors in the movie called the people in the frame ugly. So now <laughs> Lifetime is getting sued by that family. What? <laughs> what? Yes. Like, they couldn't. What world do we live in? <laughs> they got called ugly on a Lifetime movie that four fucking postpartum depression women are watching on the fucking week while their husband is earning money. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Like, and Lifetime's getting sued by it. Some ugly family. And they're going to lose. Of course but they are. They're always going to. No, they're not going to lose. They're, they're going to settle. Gonna settle. They, they're they're going to write a fat fucking check. Unless yeah. they somehow got into a house. like they, they rented out a house where it was actually these people's pictures. Most likely, this family signed over their likeness to this kind of thing. There's nothing they could do. I would assume. I don't know all the legal ramifications of that. So maybe we're wrong. But I would assume Probably they're going to lose. More than likely, they're going to lose. Yeah. But I, if anyone. And listening to this has watched Christmas Harmony. <laughs> Tell me if the family was ugly, please, because they they deserve to know. They deserve to know. They deserve to know. Like um, it's just so like why now you're just like re- you're literally scraping the bottom of the barrel. There, there was dude. also this That's week um, they did a Mighty Ducks reunion at a Ducks game where they. Where's had, Goldberg? Was, it, well, Goldberg is fucking. He looks terrible. Goldberg's now. in jail. Yeah, oh, you see man. what he looks those, like? Those, he looks those, like he's sixty. He looks those like pictures, he's 60. man. Oh, Horrendous. But Adam Banks, Charlie Conway, yeah. Danny Tamborelli was there. They were all. Wearing the Ducks jerseys with their Danny names. Danny Tamborelli used to work at the bagel store by me, Bagel Loops. Dude, I know people that are like friends with Danny Tamborelli. It's fucking Dude, weird. He was one of the best parts of Grand Theft Auto. Doesn't that 5. say something though that they made a movie as kids and now? It's, 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 it's still huge because you know why? Because we're the kids big. that watched it. Dude, we still love it. Do you realize how else? fucked up the first one is? That this motherfucker is an alcoholic. 
getting <laughs> loses his license, and they're like, you know what? Your punishment is you're going to work with kids. And the first thing he does is say, drive the limo on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to, re- they need to remake it and make dude. it darker. Like he he's accused of having uh, child porn on his computer, and his punishment <laughs> is he has to coach kids. <laughs> You get really weird you with have, it. That's your community service. You have yeah. to serve over 100 hours of with, teaching with youth hockey. children. Yeah, youth did hockey. Said, did you ever see that baseball movie Hardball? Of course, it's terrible. It's like it's like a, it's like the same. Young Michael situation. B. Jordan is yeah, in that. Yeah, that was yeah. uh, Michael, really Michael B. Jordan yeah. was in that. He was a that kid. that's Keanu. At like when I can't stand him because he takes these like sap pieces sometimes. Yeah. And the truth is, I hate most sports movies based on true stories yeah. because they're it not always true. goes like this. They're not it, true. It's, it's an, well, not even that they're not true. That doesn't bother me. But the way they angle it is, oh well, they have to overcome adversity, right? That's always the big thing. Right. They, there's disagreements. There's um, disruption between the chemistry of the team, and they have to bond together. And then there's tragedy. And then they they come together because of the tragedy. They start building up tragedy. Happens. They come together. Oh, hardball kid gets G baby was his name. Yeah. Shot, and Shot and killed. You look at all of them. Gridiron Gang. Coach uh, Carter. Remember the Titans. Coach Carter. <laughs> Almost every sports story based on a true Friday, story. Friday short Night of like, Lights. Sort of like Miracle. Yeah. It, it doesn't really do that. And even then it was, yeah, yeah. it's a, such a, that was such a patriotic moment in Miracle. Sports movies based on true stories more often than not fucking stink. Yeah. The Fighter is great because it didn't really use tragedy and it followed it decently accurately. Um, Raging Bull doesn't shy away from any of the stuff with Jake LaMotta, including domestic abuse and uh, sexual assault and things like that, which to me is, makes it the greatest sports movie of all time because it was fearless. Probably wouldn't be able to do that now. I, I can't even think of another sports movie that would be even compared to Raging Bull. I'm not, I'm not, not like no, compared because Raging Bull stands on its own. I'm saying like what would be, because that's clearly number one, Where what would number two be? The number two sport based on a true story sports Basically, movie I, I guess yeah like uh, if you really had like honestly if i had to pick for me it would probably be miracle you know movie, just because honest, it actually happened or or you're gonna call me crazy I'm, i really liked invincible invincible was really invincible was cool it i would actually probably go with the and, fighter and, and with marky mark based, the fighter yeah um invincible was based on a true story yeah you know? invincible absolutely yeah. invincible was uh, Vince, oh christian uh, bale was dicky papali papali yeah no christian bale was dicky eklund that's that movie yeah yeah all right here's some Remember the Titans is always up there. Uh-huh. Um, it's a great movie. Remember the Titans, but you have to take all the racial stuff with a grain of salt. And that Denzel's character Denzel's was not this bridge builder between no, races not at all. At but all. but no. he, he was still it's great a, in the all movie. Right, here's a he good one from a few years ago: yeah. The Blind Side. Mostly bullshit because uh, Michael Orr has been proven to be a piece of shit. He wasn't like this helpless guy. Right. But Sandra Bullock's amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, a classic one is Rudy. Rudy again, kind Even of bullshit. Though, yeah. Kind of bullshit. Joe, Joe Montana, Montana was like he sucked. He was a nobody. He was yeah. just a tackling. Um, dummy, but it's a great movie. Oh, here's a good one. Hoosiers. Hoosiers is a classic. Hoosiers is amazing. Gene Hackman oh, is dude, amazing. Dude, dude. All right. This is, is that Dustin Hoffman? What, what about Radio? No, no, God, no, that's radio. Not based on a true story. No, at all. I don't I'm think so. No, it is. it is. Cuba Gooding went full. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Dunderbrain in that Robert one. Downey Jr. I think line. that was made today. He went, full, he went full waterhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's horrendous. Moneyball. Fantastic. Moneyball is oh, so good. Oh, here's one I love. A League of Their Own. A League is of one Their Own of my favorite sports movies yeah. ever. No crying in baseball. Um, Field I hated I hated Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Field Not of a dreams. true story, but fantastic. Very good. Um, uh, let's see. The Rookie was terrible with Dennis Quaid. The horrible. Oh, that was that we, baseball we are, movie. We Are Marshall wasn't bad. I'll never watch it again. Here's a good one. Classic. Cool Runnings. Classic fucking movie. I just, it's just uh, hilarious, though. I just don't care. You know what right. I mean? No, it's not it, that it's, it's bad. A, it's I a just, funny movie, though. Right. Okay. I, just, I just don't Let's care. get to some questions, and then we're going to do some hot takes. Um, Sounds so good So I have me. questions from people, and I'm going to read them because we don't have our video engineer today. All right. Um, from David Matthews. Not Dave Matthews. This He's not as cool as that, I Dave exci- Matthews. I got excited for <laughs> Um What is your take on the quote-unquote lingering issue with John Jones and his failed drug tests? May I? Yeah, you can go first. So what I, take what the lead. I, what I want... 
I, I think John oh. Jones needs to go away. Big and, and I say, you're doing that shit again? You like big cock? Big cock. <laughs> he likes big cock. Tyler, you like big cock? <laughs> I love big cock. <laughs> Here we All go. Right, go on. No, so I, I think John Jones really needs to go away. And because they, they have other marketable guys. Now, I know John Jones is probably the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. He's the most talented fighter most I've ever talented. watched. Now, it's become such a black eye on the sport. It, I, I felt the way when Alex That's Rodriguez... Racist. No, stop it. Oh, sorry. I thought you said something. He's no. become a black guy in the sport. No, black guy. He came eye. into one of his hat. No, like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's leaving his one, yeah. too. He's, but no, but he's, he's a leaving, cheater he's now. He's leaving his Sammy Sosa. He's white now. <laughs> oh, my um, God. So it's just I, I, he has to go away. It really does. Okay. Because the UFC has so many other things going on. And like the, now they might get rid of the flyweight division. They then shouldn't. You, 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 they shouldn't. Uh, TJ Dillashaw was probably one of their other most marketable guys. He just got knocked out okay. in, in a so round. I need to dispute, John Jones needs to I go need away. to dispute you a little bit there. Um, just because I know a little bit more about the inciting. Yes, uh, the obviously. The yes. side of it. Um, they don't have any marketable stars. They're the John Outside Jones, of Conor the, McGregor, the John Jones and um, Gustafson fight from a few weeks ago did seven hundred thousand buys, which by any standard is fantastic. And John Jones has always been about a four to six hundred thousand pay per view buy guy in his career. When he fought Cormier, it was near a million. Certain fights were really close. The second fight or the first fight, both, both were both right. close to a million because they were major grudge matches. Yes. Um, so as far as what my thoughts on the lingering issue is, in theory, yeah, John Jones should go away. From a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense because people, the more controversy, the more people want to see him. If it was that big of a deal, if, if it wasn't that big of a deal or was that big of a deal, there wouldn't be 700,000 pay-per-view right. buys. From a UFC standpoint, how could you let that guy walk away? Well, With that said, my uh, thoughts on the lingering issues is that there's rules for everyone else and then there's rule for John Jones. Yep. Um, they've clearly... Gotten uh, the uh, USADA, the UFC, the Athletic Commission have all exchanged money here to make sure John Jones could fight. They, they moved a fucking venue, that, a state. That's what I'm saying, dude. It was a week before. Was it two weeks before, two weeks the, before fight? the fight? They, they, they moved, moved from, from Vegas, Vegas to L.A. to California because they wouldn't what, clear when, him because of um. They said there was a picogram of the steroid that he had tested positive for the year before which, in the system, and what, then like it lasts 18 months. Well, no, when, what, which a lot of people will tell you is equivalent to a drop of whatever in an Olympic yeah, size swimming And they're pool. saying that it'll it could pop up in his system for two years. So they have the back pocket saying, oh, it's the same thing. We can right. let him fight. So we know in sports that there's different rules for different types of athletes, different types of draws, uh, champions, whatever. They like get different rules. Yeah. No, but A-Rod A finally got punished near the end yeah, of his career. Yeah. I Do I hope John Jones finally figures it out? Sure. But I've been, I was one of the longest defenders of John Jones. Yes. But the last time he tested positive after the second Cormier fight, I'm done. I thought after the whole hit and run thing that he would finally figure it out. I think he's just hit and run with a pregnant woman. Yeah. Probably. And then he Come, then he runs back to his car to get money and weed. To get and his bowl out of his away. car. Yeah. <laughs> and then runs away. So, Dude, yeah, he said he hopped the fence the and everything. Is, the UFC, outside of Conor McGregor, who's not fighting very often, um, I'm trying to think what other people are stars. I mean, Cyborg the, was a decent star for until, the women's division, and she just Nunez got brain. And Amanda Nunes, maybe now she'll be a pay-per-view star because she killed Cyborg. But I'm trying to think of their champions. Cormier is somewhat of a draw, although the Derek Lewis fight didn't do great. Um, props to him because it just came out that he got a baseline pay of $4 million for that fight. For Who, DC? For taking on short notice, Good. including his pay-per-view points. So props to him. Good. Wow. Um, if anyone deserves it, it's DC. So then you go he to really the, does. the middleweight champ is uh, who the fuck is the middleweight? See, uh, Robert Whitaker is the middleweight champion who I mean, hasn't fought in a while, not yeah. a draw. Uh, welterweight champion is Tyrone Woodley. We haven't seen him fight in a while. Since, uh, and now he he's fighting. Since, uh, uh, now, he's fight, now he's fighting Uz ben Uzman, ben uh, which is going to be a really good fight, and he'll probably win. Then he'll fight uh, Covington, who is not a draw at all. Coving Covington sucks, dude. He's such a McGregor I, wannabe. I well, no, That's he's a Chael Sonnen wannabe. He because he's trying to do the. He's doing the more, but it's very. 
forced because he's now he decided, hey, I think I'll become marketable by being the, the Trump supporting fake champion. Uh. And that's the angle he went with. And I don't doubt that he believes that stuff, but it's very cheese cornball. And the one it sounds rehearsed. And the one yeah. time he was on live with Michael Bisping and Bisping called him out and he couldn't keep up with a genuine shit talker. Like Michael Bisping's Michael, one of the all time great shit talkers. Fucking great. I'll never forget when he fought Jorge Rivera, who ran his mouth like crazy leading up to the fight. He not he TKO's Michael Jorge Bisping. Rivera in the second round. He, he's a dick. He's he, a dick. He gets into video. Rivera's corner. He spits on the corner and then he goes, um, Rivera, you piece of shit. You made fun of my family. He's like a genuine shit talker. When Covington's up there, it sounds robotic and fake. And people, yeah. Chael Sonnen was re, he was using old uh, Gorgeous George lines. Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, um, uh, uh, superstar Billy Graham lines, and they were rehearsed and everything. But it sounded genuine because he had natural charisma. I could pull the Covington is the Cadillac there. So, Jack. do I think that uh, John Jones should go away? In theory, Billy yeah. Graham. All right. Next question. Uh, it was the Black Panther question. We went over that. All right. This is a good one. Okay. At the end of American Psycho, was it all in Christian Bale's head? Did he kill Paul Allen, and what does it mean? Yeah, it was all in his head. It was his fantasy. I, I've never that, seen that. You never so. saw American Psycho with no, Christian Bale? I don't are you care a, for it. What do you mean you don't care for it? It's fucking... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I've told you this before. How have you never seen American... You will love American Psycho. It's fucking a modern clockwork orange. I'd, I do like a clockwork Dude, orange. Dude, American Psycho is a brilliant, brilliant film. I don't know how you... Like that. If you, especially if you like Christian Bale. That was like the first time people saw Christian Bale and were like, this guy could carry a fucking movie. Right. He's incredible. You, Tyler, you've seen American Psycho, right? I'm reading about it now. You I, never I, saw American I, I don't Psycho? I think I have. Dude, you it's guys have to, It's only an hour and 40 minutes It's a long. brilliant, brilliant movie. So I don't want to give away the ending now. Um, so I, I, I kind of... This is from Fry Gay the 13th. Um, it's a gay podcast. <laughs> no, they're funny dudes. No, no I'm it's just saying... Said, no, I'm it's, saying a horror, the, the, it's a horror the, podcast. Right, no, I'm just saying the way, the yeah. way they said Fry, it. I wasn't I like that. that. Fry That's Gay great. the 13th. I love it's it. Very clever. Um, I like it's it. a very <laughs> memorable um, a podcast title. I suggest listening. They're very I funny. Um, so guys, I really can't go into this ending because neither of these fucking dolts have seen American Psycho. Sorry. I'm shocked you have it. That's like one that I'm surprised slipped through the cracks because that's like a classic of the last 25 years. That's what everyone says. It's one of those... like sometimes. Film. Well, the it's thing is, because I tell film. everyone no, when Steve, I like when I haven't the seen bank a investor big movie, and all that, right? What was that? He's an investor. investor yeah, 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 he's on Wall Street. Yeah. It's during the '80s when they're all just doing. I coke. remember it coming Jared out. Jared Leto's yeah. Paul Allen in well, it. Well, I was well, I was gonna say with movies like that, it's not like I don't go out of my way to not see them. I just again, you said slips through the cracks. Right, it goes over my head and I miss it. You know what I mean? It's not that I. So I definitely can't answer that. All right, so now this question is from. Let's see where would it go. This is from and from this is from the Real Horror Show podcast. Um. <laughs> what? Will Danny and Joey get over their suppressed homosexuality and bang on Fuller House? <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it if they do. Like, I, mean, I really hope Fuller House goes weird with is it, it. Is it going in that direction? I don't know, but I don't I, watch Fuller, Fuller House. I, I never really watched My Fuller fiance House. Loves it. I, so. You need to ask her and report back. Yeah, I, will, I will do that. Does she think that Danny and Joey will bang? I never really watched Full House either. Even as a kid, I didn't watch. That'd it. be I like that'd be like thirty years in the making if they do. If they just lead up and the whole movie, the whole show, the storyline was about them leading to fucking sodomy, oh, I, would be fantastic. I was going to ask if that was Mario Lopez, but I remember that Slater and Saved by the Bell. Yes, Saved yes, by the Bell, yes. a, a superior show. By yes, the way, Saved I by the Bell. Completely agree. Um, let's see. Uh, so this is from Ian Ramirez. Um, now this is our boy Ian. Yeah. Oh um, shit! What's up, dude? The current allegations of LeBron James and PEDs is the first question. 
Oh uh, yeah, I assume most high-end athletes are I on mean, some type of performance-enhancing drug. They're always ahead to of the team. When you're LeBron, it's so much easier to get access to things that they may not have proper testing for you. To yet. be that good for that long and to be art, to be the best basketball, maybe the player most talented player to ever, ever play. Ever. Maybe not. The, I don't know if I, he's I the best. He might be the most physically gifted player I've ever seen. So there's an the accusation that he's on. Yeah, well, that's been around forever. Just because how he wasn't since yeah. high school, there were PED allegations. See, the balding the, is part right. of it. That horrendous hairline he has. Who but, am I to talk? But but the thing is like. LeBron has been so good for so long. It's like it's hard. Like you also have to take into account this guy works his ass off. He yeah. came from nothing. He's and not lazy. So, not he makes everyone all. around him better. So that, but, PDs can't teach you that. No, no. I'm, PD, in, favor PDs of, can't I'm change in favor of athletes being allowed to take steroids. It's more fun. It is. They have longer careers. They have longer careers. You you hit 70 home runs in a season. Exactly. You think back in the 90s, no one took steroids? Yeah. 80s in baseball, everyone was taking speed. They were on 80s, amphetamines all the time. The sport is more exciting. people juiced in high school. Yeah, exactly. All the time. Oh, my God. Fucking, uh, what's it, Brian Cushing in high school? Brian Cushing was juicing all the way up until he finally got caught, and then he's still juiced. Yeah. Like the, and and he and he's he's a local kid right right up uh, Burton Wait, Catholic yeah exactly so like um so yeah I mean I don't care about the allegations they could be true but LeBron is one of those guys he's such a iconic figure. Um, accusations are always going to be linked to him with anything, and he and, does so good for his community. He gives yeah. back. He builds schools. He gives like so he's I, such a good dude. The he's next, a humanitarian. Uh, now, Ian had another question. I don't know if you guys will be able to answer this because you don't keep up with boxing like I do. At but all. it's about um, yeah. last week. Adrian Broner fought uh, Manny Pacquiao, and it went to decision. And Pacquiao clearly won. I think Broner only landed like eighty punches over the whole fight. Who got he the was, decision? Uh, Pacquiao. Okay, uh, but Pro- Broner was convinced he won. Like he gave this post-fight speech that he sounded like he was fucked up, maybe just CTE or something. But he. Uh, but Ian's exact question was, the mind-altering disease Adrian Broner has been diagnosed with due to wiping back to front. <laughs> that, that's fucked his head up, not concussions. Yeah, Broner's delusional. Pacquiao fucking clearly won that fight. Uh, Broner has been one of the more colossal disappointments in boxing because he was supposed to be groomed as like the next Mayweather. Right. And he's lost enough fights. He gets dropped in fights, and he still is just as arrogant, talks shit. Uh, he was getting nasty with the post-fight, post-fight interview, Jim Gray. Fuck him. That stuff and that that stuff annoys me. Like like you got knocked out. Like when you lose, lose in style and take it like a man. Like Conor McGregor, first time he he's lost, always classy. Took it like fight. a man. Yeah. Uh, well, who, who was the guy that um, Cody Garbrandt knocked out? Oh, uh, well, T.J. Dillashaw. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when he won the title. When he knocked out, what's his name? That that well, fought you right. No, no he, that didn't fight. Knock, he didn't knock him out, but he dropped him several times. Was Dominic Cruz? That, that's and Dominic Cruz post fight. Dominic Cruz my time hop not that long ago. His post fight interview, Dominic Cruz. Was so humble, so classy for being a guy that talks a lot of shit too. Cruz backs was, it up. Was Dominic Cruz gentleman. did not lose for the <laughs> no. longest time. Yeah, he, he was, beat everyone. Well, he was hurt all the time, and yeah. he's still hurt. Like he's fought like oh Spooner's here. And uh, not, not to mention, he really has a great knack for being a commentator. Hey, Matthew. He's probably one of the best they have. Spooner, uh, what's up, dude? Spooner's my buddy Tyler. Yeah, this is Tyler. Um, just you? grab a seat on the couch. We're just finishing up, and then we'll do our thing. Uh, and now, so this is from my buddy Chris. Um, it's about John Jones again. Will he ever move to heavyweight and get to DC? If John Jones and Cormier fight again, it has to be at heavyweight. It has to. Cormier yes. has done nothing wrong, and now he deserves to dictate where the fight takes place. Even if he's not the money side of the card, he's done enough that he deserves to dictate where the fight takes place as far as the he weight. He carried class goes. the light heavyweight division when Jones went away the first time. If, and if not for John Jones, Jones, Cormier is the clear greatest of all time yes, in his weight class. One hundred. Dude, he throw DC throws people around like ragdolls. Like when he mauled Dan Henderson, oh, it was legit hard to watch. He, in in Strikeforce, when he mauled him. Josh Barnett, a real heavyweight, a yeah. catch wrestling master. So I think everyone agrees on that one. 
Um, this one, uh, best and worst gifts, gifts you've ever received. I'm pretty sure whatever Matt's about to give me when we do yeah. our thing. He got me terrible. <laughs> I don't know. This Bailey shirt might be the worst gift I ever got. This horrendous Bailey shirt. Be- best and worst gifts I've ever got. Uh, the best gift I ever got was actually from uh, the landlord for Christmas. She got me a really cool uh, picture framed of me and my dad at City Field in front of the, oh, the Mets awesome. apple in yeah. a Mets frame. That is probably the best gift I ever got from anyone because that had the most sentimental value to it. Yeah. The worst gift I've ever received is actually probably from Ralph, and it was a youth large Jason Taylor Redskins jersey. <laughs> That's <laughs> a pretty, terrible. it's hilarious, but it's a terrible gift. What so, about you? So it's funny. Uh, the worst gift I ever got was also from Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's a terrible gift. Ralph, giver. he told me he legitimately tried to get me a Rod Smith jersey, Denver Broncos Rod Smith jersey, and he shows up and he gives it to me. He ordered it from China. It was made out of like oh, yeah. sweatshirt material, <laughs> and it was long sleeved all the way. It's like it the, was just like the number pe- the pennies they'd make you wear in gym <laughs> yeah. class. Dude, it was the number eighty, and it just said Smith, but the T and the H were switched. So it was Smith, Smith, Smith. And, and, and that the worst part, he gave it to me. It was covered in mulch. So he gave it to me. It was covered in shit. Are you sure you didn't just wear it and wake up? No, because he, he handed it to me. He goes here, I got here, I got you this, and I and it turned out to be a Rod Smith jersey. What about you, Tyler? Best the, and worst. The gift. best gift I've ever received. Again, sentimental value. My grandmother gave me a Bible that uh, my, came over on the Mayflower. That oh, was, so, that's yeah, awesome. It's that's awesome, a fucking yeah. cool gift. Even yeah. if like you're not religious, that's a fucking. No, I'm not. I'm not religious. But you're, a his, you're a historical. Well, exactly. So yeah. that's why she gave it to me. It's a family Bible that came over on the Mayflower. That's totally that is fucking cool. Yeah. And what about worst gift? <laughs> it's, 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 it's a Torah that was given to me. Yeah. <laughs> Polar opposite. Yeah. It's the original it's the menorah. Quran. <laughs> the Quran, just in general. It's, like a, it's menorah made out of pure yeah. gold. <laughs> I hate it. My cousin. My cousin. I have no idea why. My cousin gave me a box of poker chips. <laughs> Just a box of poker chips. Were they organized or were they just like it a shoebox of poker chips? It was like a cookie tray box that you get on Christmas. <laughs> oh, the, the, the really good sugar cookies. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a pretzel. Uh, I just want the cookies. I don't she, want poker chips. She's like, oh, I heard you play poker. I'm like, never. Never. I never, not I never play poker. That's a shitty gift. Dude, that's all just right. funny where like you do that. But the best gift I've ever probably received. Oh, we didn't finish your best. Sorry. No, no that's all right. Mind me at the time. No, no honestly, care, right? just ring the bell. Thanks, dude. No, the best gift I ever received, honestly, was probably the Xbox 360. That's a good gift. You kick a wrong with that. Just because like I had it for so long over 10 years and i mean i have other sentimental gifts i have your xbox gifts. 360 over there <laughs> yeah you do actually it's, still it's over there <laughs> yo we used to hook that shit up and play left for dead after you get really fucked oh, up yeah. and just play left, left for dead, dead. All but like greg had a, such a crazy surround sound downstairs oh, we would dude, turn it all hear, the way up then you hear the fucking uh the music for the tank yeah you would hear the tank then you would you would hear a chick start crying crying in the background and it's thinking you know it's like the witch dan's like don't go near it naturally i run right up to him blast him with a shotgun kill it and i just leave him yeah left me every fucking time all right Chris had one more question. All right, would on. you smash Dolly Parton if you meant your student loans would be zeroed out? I, I don't, don't have, have student any loans. student loans. <laughs> Scooter, Scooter says yes. Yes. Yeah, your your fucking your student loans are out of control. Wait, Dolly Parton now or Dolly Parton back? Dolly then? Parton now. Yes, still I would. I'll I'd, fuck I'd, any famous person. I do it without woman. student loan. Yeah, I, like, I still do it. Dude, Dolly yeah, Parton might have the most iconic set of titties ever. Yes, I will. Just to say, I'll, I'll take famous titties for four hundred. Yeah, t- all right, Sean. Dolly Parton, dude. Dolly, no who is Dolly Parton? Um, yeah, I would smash Dolly Parton if it meant like debt got cleared out. I, I would do it if it meant that I got a fucking hot dog from a shitty gas station. Exactly. 
I do that in my free. I do that in my free time. I've always wanted to do a plastic felt like anyway. Yeah, no, but her her tits are real. That's the thing. She's had them shrunken because they're so. What about her face? Isn't it all? Well, that's true. Yeah, listen. To say the least, she's uh, had some work done. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, this is from my buddy Brett. Um, What is the next big? This goes back to you said. Who are the the next big household name in the UFC? I don't know. If I really had to pick one, I don't know. It could be Henry Cejudo. It could be because he he also just got some mainstream recognition because Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan and he he asked for a date with Nikki Bella and Nikki Bella replied so that works a long way but I don't I think the flyweights are always going to have trouble if Mighty Mouse couldn't become a star Cejudo's already a bigger star than Mighty Mouse was which is crazy I I, I think with some seasoning I think Sage Northcutt would have been it but the UFC were right um, to release him. Let him get some experience. Absolutely. I think Paige Van Zant could be a star for the female division. If she's got, she, she's she got has the, to win more. She's got the look. She's uh, she's cute. She just got the the, the smart implants going on. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. Um, she has, she has re- Tyler, she has really great yeah, eyes. Yeah, her eyes are big and beautiful. <laughs> and um, they, she yeah, paid a nice lot eyes, for her. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes. eyes. Um, Max Holloway should be a star. Max Holloway is probably. He's, he he's, 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 he's so funny. That's, that's the fight I watched for you, right? Yeah, when yeah, he, he, he beat Brian yeah. Ortega. He's humble. He's smart. As long as he's not passing dude, out before he's fights. He's a killer, dude. The way he beat the way he beat all of his last guys, the way he beat Jose Aldo was so dominant. Twice. 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 The and way the, what he did to Ortega, uh, and Ortega th- was no slouch. He cracked yeah. him a couple times. Uh, yeah, Ortega yeah. was doing very well in the fight. Mm-hmm. I think Holloway should be a star. Um, I don't know if anyone at 170. It's going to be a star at 185. I don't think they have anyone that's a potential star. No, because that's all gone. I mean, at heavyweight, I the only person I could think Derek Lewis could be it, honestly. Yeah, but he, he's older. You could say Ninganu, but he's had a couple bad losses, but he just bounced really back with losses. a big knockout, and yeah. he's got a good fight coming up where if he wins, it's a name. He's fighting Cain Velasquez. Ninganu has the... Oh. the uh, Velasquez might be the most talented heavyweight next to Fedor I've ever seen, but injuries just ruined him. Cain Velasquez um, has a gas tank like dude, I've never well, seen. I just don't know if he does anymore, so he'll be fighting Ninganu yeah. if he doesn't get hurt. Um, and Brett had a follow-up question, and this is actually really good because it's topical. Who should have been voted to the Baseball Hall of Fame 100% before Mariano Rivera? You take that. Um, uh, Maybe Ken Griffey? Uh, okay. Do we have Maybe? enough time? Um, Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, um, Ken Griffey Jr., Ted Ty Williams. Cobb, Ted Williams, Tom Seaver, uh, Bob Gibson, Greg oh, Maddox. Oh, I, 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 no, Babe no, Ruth's no. not in the Hall of Fame. No, he is. No, no, no you're saying people that Mariano were... Mariano Rivera you, was the first player to get 100% of the vote. Oh, oh unanimous vote, yes. Yeah, so he I was the first that. player. Yeah, okay. Now, is it fair that you could give it to Mariano because he might be the only person across all of the major professional sports in America that is so far and away the best ever at his position? Yeah, I don't think you could. It's, I not, it's not debatable. You could, you could say nah, Jerry for, Rice. But, you, you can make it. You can make an argument for other guys. But you can argue different things about wide receiver. You right. could argue who had the best hands, Chris Carter, who was the fastest, who was the best deep threat. Jerry Randy Rice Moss. is arguably the greatest football player ever. For me, it's like him and Jim Brown are probably the yeah. two greatest overall football players. Dick Buckus. Uh, Dick Buckus. Besides Tom Brady. But Mariano, shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Mariano Rivera is so so clearly the one that is the best ever at his position. There's not even a close second to Mariano Rivera. But should there, there's uh, the guys I can name that could have gotten 100. Who are the three assholes that didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr.? That's what I yeah. want to know. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr., the, is the greatest player we've ever seen in our lifetime. The, three people didn't vote for him. It's like the same jerk off. The one guy who didn't 20, vote for 23 people didn't vote for Willie Mays, who, in my opinion, is the greatest player of all time. <laughs> 23 people did not vote for Willie Mays. It's, so, it's, it's the same thing when Jacob DeGrom won the Cy Young. He would have won it unanimously, Two, except for one piece one of person. shit in San Diego voted. Um, like, you're watching the Padres all season. What the fuck do you know about pitching? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fuck? So, out of here. Um, now I just wonder the thing going forward is. 
is will is that now that the seal's been broken, will more players get a hundred percent of the vote? Yes. Jeter's up for it next year. I don't. I don't think, think Jeter don't, should I, get it. He should. No, he, he should. He, oh, he should. should. You're a oh. Hall of Famer. Or you're not. I don't think it's. I think it, the, why? What's the point in leaving guys off for one oh. year to prove a point? Oh, I, yeah. I see what you're like saying. Vlad right. Guerrero, one yeah. of the greatest hitters I've ever seen, didn't no get in gloves. first ballot. One of the greatest outfield arms I've ever seen. Great defensive outfielder. He's a guy that could, literally would hit balls in the outfield that were in the dirt. A ball would be hitting the plate as it came in the pitch, and he'll hit it to the 280 yards in the outfield. Tyler, if I show you a video of Vladimir Guerrero hitting bad bad might, baseballs, the, it looks like he's golf. He's the best it's bad just, ball yeah, hitter yeah. of all time. <laughs> Seriously. So, um, yeah, there should have been a lot of guys. All right, next question. Um from the Boobies and Newbies podcast, who I like these girls boobies a lot. Boobies and Newbies. Um, when it comes to movies, what's what qualifies as a chick flick, and what's my favorite so-called chick flick? Um, a chick mm. flick is it's a pretty simple formula. Um, girl meets guy, can't have a guy. Um, circumstances bring them together. It's either another person's dating them. Uh, I mean, you look back on all the chick flicks throughout the years. That's usually the general formula. My favorite chick flick. Um, Mean Girls, if it's a chick flick, I love Mean Girls. Listen, yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know if that's a teen com or a rom com. I, I mean, I, I guess that, no. You know what? A true chick flick is probably stuff like The Notebook. Notebook, um, sixteen so that's candles. It. If we're going chick flick, um, but even that I consider like a teen, teen thing because it's part. Yeah. My favorite chick flick then is Titanic because I like Titanic. Well, my favorite chick flick is Hitch. Hitch, Hitch that's is, a good chick Hitch flick. Good. Yeah. That's a good chick if flick. I, okay, I, that's fair. Is, yeah. Hitch isn't bad. Because it has that perfect recipe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, no, it, I, it's like Titanic. Is, I don't know. Oh, yeah. no, no, I got it. Wait, I got it. I'm sorry. Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, that's amazing. my favorite yeah. chick flick. Great yeah. fucking if, movie. Is, Great is, fucking movie. Is the big stick technically considered a chick flick? Close. Or big sick? No, that's what I said. Yeah, the big sick. The big stick. The big sick, yeah. I would say I like the big sick. I was surprised at how much I liked it, actually. That was a very good movie. That's what I'm saying. But like, is it a chick flick? Because it's a romance story. It's a dramatic romance story. Well, I mean, if that's the case, and I would—I mean, I don't—I know you don't like it, but I really like the movie The Terminal. I like—I really like The Terminal. That, that one Hanks? doesn't qualify as but much. But that's as what I'm saying. Right. So that's the problem. Flick. No, that's um, what I'm saying. Though, yeah. but like—but I would say Silver Linings Playbook Silver is probably Lines my Playbook favorite. Do you, do you think there has to be a ro- like a comedic factor to it too? I think, I think there has to be a little bit. I think bit. there has to be because even The Notebook has a couple like giggles in it. Yeah. It's just—it's more like light-hearted laughter. But like a true chick flick, you're talking. Oh, here's another good one: Ghost with Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. That's a fucking classic. Classic. Yeah, Classic. You ever saw Ghost? No. Dude, you've missed some good ones what throughout the, the years. I know. All right, this is from the the <laughs> Fat Girls Chronicle podcast. <laughs> These are great uh, podcast names. Yeah, they, they really are. It's great. Um, just embrace who you are. I appreciate that. Uh, they should make a, a, fa- a fat, fat gay chronicles podcast, <laughs> like Fry Gay. Um, if you could be a, a Smash Brothers character, what would be your Super Smash? Well, I guess who would my Super Smash Brothers character be? Link. Link. Link, Link. Yeah, Link. Link was the best. Or Samus. Samus is uh, the other one I'd go with. I love Although, Star Fox. Star, Star Fox, Fox is dope. Yeah. Star yeah. Fox is dope. Star I Fox was played- great. Samus was great. The you, right. you you played as Mario Luigi was lame Kirby you'll Kirby. like this one ready what? this is from uh, Michael uh, Burleau. Uh, who Hi, on earth has ever gone into a hoagie or sub place and asked for a tuna sub? Ew. No one. No one has ever done I it. I know a guy. He's an asshole. I know a guy. <laughs> He's an asshole. I know a guy that I work with on the first day squad. Every time we go get subs, he always gets a tuna and American cheese sub. So it's a tuna melt. A little it's different. It's a tuna melt. He puts cheese on it, but like. But is it who, melted cheese or who no? Who gets tuna that's been that's, sitting there for that's, God knows no. how long? Like, uh, we knew yeah. a guy that we worked at the Best Buy that he would get a double meatball sub from Subway Dude. all the time. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Tyler. And he's had three heart attacks before he was Tyler. 35. I can Imagine. This guy is massive. Like, if you rolled him down a flight of stairs, he would keep Yo, rolling. We he had an sh- extra shirt that he kept in a drawer in the warehouse for when he forget his. I wore it, and he had to wear it one day. We would just make people sometimes open the drawer and take a whiff of the stink oh, that came out of it. Oh my god, he was a big bastard. 
Um, let's dude, see. He would, he, dude, he worked in the back. He would walk through the store and he'd point at me, like Bob and Justin. He would go, double meatball? All right. No. I got a good no. question for you. This is a really good okay. one. Uh, this is from uh, the Greenlight Podcast and it's from B Green at the Green, uh, Greenlight Podcast. Homies. How come Xbox One owners can't admit that they lost this round of the ge- uh, the generational system wars? Okay. Um, why can't they admit it? And it is factual that Xbox lost pretty handily. I, think I agree. It's a I great agree. console. This is the thing. And Xbox 100%. Xbox One is a media console. It's a better media console, one hundred percent. I've uh, made, the, I've made the switch. Yeah, I've recently made the switch to what PS4. I've I've yeah, always you bought tradi- my PS4. I, yeah, I've traditionally been a Xbox guy through and through and through. Okay, but Gears once War, once War. Horizon Zero Dawn came out, and I, I got, still need to play that. And I got oh, it's awesome. Oh that's what God. I hear. And once I got that game, and I bought his old PS4, I've been playing just games on PS4. The PS4 is a better gaming console. It's hundred um, percent. Right. It, it operates better for that. But if you're looking to like do multiple like streaming things and use it as like a T- even for watching TV, home theater, the Xbox That's is incredible. Is. Yes. I think the PS4 is a little more user friendly as yes. well. I think well, I've gotten. I used to love the 360 controller. Now I'm so much more comfortable with the PS4 controller because I've been playing. And did it for you a see while. PS4 made a controller that almost resembles the Xbox? Controller? Yeah, it's pre- That's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. And the, the Xbox should do the same thing because some should. people like the. I know yeah, that Spooner, for example, likes to feel the PlayStation controller oh, more yeah. than the Xbox controller. Well, like but, I said, Xbox is so good, and I played it for so long console. that like that's what I have. Anyone saying one sucks but, is an asshole. I actually run my PS4 through my Xbox, but so. Yeah, right. I do. I do. Like, no, no. So, so this do. happens a lot. Where every every couple months, I lose interest in games. Like I just have to get back into playing Red Dead. Uh, Red Dead Two. I just haven't had time to sit down and fantastic, play it. Fantastic. Oh, it might be the five, one of the five best games I've ever played. But, but my whole thing is like Absolutely. I go through a stretch where like I just want a game for like an hour or two, take my mind off things. Yeah, sure. Xbox Spider-Man. is not Xbox oh, is not so giving good. me that. Spider Man was great. For you know that. what I mean? And I, yeah. I'm very much considering getting a PlayStation Four again There's because a lot I want to. You've missed probably. That's what I'm saying. I want to get ready for Last of Us Two. I want to play these games again, and I want to fucking play God of War so bad. You didn't even play any of the other God of Wars before you played this one. I haven't played the most recent God of War either. It's I know I'm amazing. supposed to. It's an RPG is what it is. Um, but so, the story's great. But yeah. I was pulling it up. And again, you, no one, anyone telling me that PS4 sucks, Xbox is better, or Xbox sucks, and I PS4. I think people you need to stop I mean? with that. It's they're, stupid. They're both good for different reasons. They are. But as far as losing it, I think I, I looked up the numbers, and PS4 has like doubled the amount of it's sales very, that the Xbox very significant. has. It's very significant. because PS4 has these original content games that Much Xbox better just original. isn't making. Um, well, because like you need the original titles, you need Fable. I don't want another Halo. This is this next question is from Zeke the Flower, um, and is it, this is a weird question? Is Pac-Man the missing link in Kirby's evolutionary tree? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, oh, that's a really fair question. That is a fair question. Um, they're definitely if you did like that's a twenty a if you did like a twenty-three in May about Kirby, you'd find Miss Pac-Man <laughs> just had some kind of load dumped in her, and then Kirby came out. <laughs> that's that's where I go with that. Um, I actually kind of want to get to some of these questions coming up in the next few weeks because. Um, I want to get to hot takes and then jump into our Royal Rumble thing. So um, if you guys have hot takes, um, let me hear yours first because I have one. Uh, Can you uh, explain to me what so a hot, hot take is? So hot take is just, um, it could be about anything. An opinion about something that's current events. It could be about sports. It could be about movies. It could be just a personal opinion. It could be controversial. It could be whatever. Just something that you've been feeling that's been happening recently. It could be about the Super Bowl. You're a fucking asshole fan. I am an so, asshole fan. So, okay, that's, <laughs> okay, so I did this for Justin last week because he didn't have a hot take. What is your honest prediction about this coming week's Super Bowl? As of course, the next week's Super Bowl, or the week after. this, <laughs> The upcoming Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, right. Asshole. All right, what's your, what do you think is going to happen? As opposed to when? Absolutely, I want to say New England, because I've always been a diehard fan. You could vouch for me that. No, he has. So I, he's been an kid. asshole. No, dude, yo, like, I, he, I remember he, he watched when uh, they lost to fucking Brett Favre. He, he was pissed. I, it, I, when I've been Drew Bledsoe. It. Dude, I was, Mo, you what? could ask him when the Patriots won last week. I just went on like a texting tirade to him. Oh, he was like, at my house. He showed I me. I was yeah. so angry. And the landlord was like embarrassed, because I was just... I 
sat there for like five minutes after they scored the touchdown with Rex Burkhead, just silently. And I was like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. Every fucking year I get fucked by the... I was just screaming about nothing. So I actually decided I'm not doing shit for the Super Bowl because if they win, I can't be around people when they win again. I just can't do it. Dude, when the... I'm so sick of it. Dude, when well, the... Uh, I, yeah, well, fuck you. That's one. <laughs> no one else in your division has won shit in your lifetime, asshole. Dude, yeah. When, besides your team, when the when the, uh, when the Pats won last week, Ty, I, I go to go Tyler. No one is happy for I you. I jumped up, I was screaming. Why would I'm, we be happy? I'm, for like you. I'm turning to a room full of ten people, and everyone's just like, "Dude, sit down." Like, oh no my one god! Cares. Wait, hold on. Oh one cancer is happier than that. <laughs> Wait, this, 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 this is what he said. He goes, he goes, fuck this whole earth, fucking lobotomize me, and then spit in my fucking ass. I don't deserve to live. Do I? Nope. Because I'm a fucking asswipe shit dick boner biter. <laughs> Well, that's accurate. I was very angry. So, what do you oh think is actually going to happen? I, I actually, I can't, I can't even say. I mean, the 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 Rams are really, really, really good this year. Rams. Sure, sure. I, I mean, I, I'm happy to see that rematch because, like, one of the first. Oh, Aria, Aria. <laughs> it's not a rematch. They went to St. Louis the first that's time. That's true. But still, it was a very good game. It was a very good game. It was a very good game. Venetari kicked sure. the field goal. I don't know. I, I can't even say, man. I really can't say. Okay. Are they going to win or are they going to lose? I, I, and I hate to sound cocky when I say this. You guys are going to scream. Oh, but just, I've uh, seen them win five times in my life. I don't. It's okay. You're not angry when they lose now it, in the it, Super Bowl? It's, it's okay. When I lost last year, I was like. Yeah, imagine yeah. having that like, <laughs> you know what? There'll be another one next year. <laughs> Must <laughs> exactly. be nice, dude. It's Jesus Christ. Exactly. Asshole. <laughs> oh, Patriots at least, At least he's realistic about I, it. You know, you know what I mean? I was the hand that I wasn't nice to um to Finn because he's a Jets fan. Right. And I wasn't nice to Richie because he's a Jets fan. I didn't make him sit in the Dolphins chair. <laughs> yeah, you should have made him sit in the Dolphins chair. I respect, the Dol I respect the Dolphins, though. I All really right. Do. Well, at least I, 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 got the, I got the frame picture from the Dolphins there, the miracle. I love the Dolphins, I do. Uh, what? I do. Well, fuck you. I don't I want do. you to. <laughs> I don't want your love. Uh, Taylor, do you have a hot take? Uh, my only hot take is it's what? 16 days till pitchers and catchers report. Yeah, Can we 16 fucking days, go, please. Baby. Let's go. They just I'm made so another, ready. The Mets just made another good signing, a Justin Wilson, a lefty reliever. Very happy about that. Another low key signing. I'm actually happy they didn't sign. They didn't sign uh, uh, Otivio. I wanted him. Well, no, um, I mean he got big he, money. Well, I'm saying like for what they paid for him and like at the, in, the, the 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 injury history, and not to mention what he had like w two good seasons sure. as a reliever. Sure. So. The type of money he got paid was not exactly what I was looking for, and the Mets really don't need. Well, I was, they got the lefty they needed. I was in the more happy sure. that they didn't get AJ Pollock because I do think he would have been a good fit he for them. But a I was ridiculous. I was contract. not giving a guy that's always hurt, who basically he's just a slightly better Juan Lagares, right? Who's always hurt, just like Juan Lagares. So I'm glad they didn't spend there. But yes, I'm very excited about baseball season coming back. I'm that's ready for um, MLB the Show to come out. That's probably why you need a PS4 more yeah, than anything else. Yeah, MLB Taylor. the Show. The Show yeah. is the best sports game. Period. It is. It's not even close. Don't talk to me about FIFA. We're Fucking in America. Madden. We don't watch soccer. I'm, I'm over Madden. I still too. play FIFA's way fun. too much Madden. FIFA's um, fun. I still play entirely too much Madden. <laughs> Yo, he, he, he sent Are you me an ultimate he, team guy. Yeah, I yeah, play nothing yeah. but mutt. He, he he sent me his ultimate team, and he's got like. Uh, he's got like 97 fucking Michael Vick I just got I just got my Jerry Rice upgraded to a 98 last night. You motherfucker. Uh, my team is disgusting. Yo, um, my linebackers are Dick Buckus, Lawrence Taylor, and Demarcus Ware. Let's dude, I got go. Jack Tatum on my team. I got Chuck... Uh, uh, Chuck oh, you got Chuck Bednarik? Yeah, dude. My oh team my is disgusting. God. All right. My hot take. It's about two things involving NFL rules and people being assholes. <laughs> um, no! I, yes, the fucking refs blew that call in the Saints. Bad. Very, Horribly. One of the worst no calls ever. They should not absolutely not make chat, um, penalties reviewable. There's already too much replay happening. 
how about this? This is a crazy idea here. Ride with me, guys, here. This is my, my fucking grand plan. Okay. Get competent referees. Hold the referees accountable when they fuck up. <laughs> Demote them. Fire them. Get more referees on the field. Why, and why get referees that can tell you what happened on the instant replay like that? Not fucking 10 minutes. I mean, the same I, thing in baseball. I, I, a fucking I, play I, that we could see a bang-bang play at first. We know in two seconds if the ump was right or wrong. Take some fucking five minutes to do it. When us at home can figure it out in two seconds. There's going to be some jerk-off, some kind of electrical stimulation to the guy's fucking tank. <laughs> That says, "Oh, he was. You're, you were wrong. Overturn it. That, that's it. He wears a shot gonna, collar every time he got it wrong. But the call we wrong. We should absolutely not be reviewed. I know New Orleans fa Saints fans don't want to hear. It. The Saints were my fucking Super Bowl pick. I was pissed about this. I lost money on it. But yeah. you should not be reviewing." Penalties like that. If you're going to do it, it has to be in the last two minutes of the game. It can't be throughout the game. Absurd. Absurd. Hold the refs accountable. It's just because the call was so egregious is it why this horrendous. is even having a conversation. It wasn't even just pass interference. It, it was, was helmet to helmet. No, it, it was, was bad. Like, like it's a 15-yard penalty on it was, top of it was a PI. horrendous. That should really have been, been the game. There and, is no one I, who I, thinks I, that that was I don't think no. that I don't think they should overturn the overall uh, the game itself or have well, it game replayed. That's stupid because I said it to Bob, who's a diehard Saints fan. I go, the Saints didn't lose the game on that call they lost well Sean Payton calling a pass play on first down was fucking no heinous. that was none but what I said was DeMario Davis picked off Jared Goff early in the first quarter they started on inside the 20 yard line and they settled for a field goal they had two they the first lost two drives they only got field goals yeah they, this, they lost right well, there I don't ever like blaming bad calls for why a team wins or loses because that means there were 90 things beforehand that happened that you could have taken advantage of Absolutely, that would have helped yeah, you win yeah. so while it's a huge part of it yes yeah, the bad refereeing is not the overall reason a team loses. It's also, in this it's situation, the game. in this situation though, this is the one time I could say, yeah, the refs really fucked them. There's there. also that controversial call in the New England Chiefs game too. With the, the roughing, roughing, roughing the sneezing, the sneezing yeah. on Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. At least you're a Patriots fan that can admit when the refs well, are blowing it. You were with me. I even said I was like, eh. no, the first thing he said, like that was it. Like, like that was that was the roughing the passer to call. That was the roughing the passer to call. Like. Five years ago, when like Peyton Manning would get brushed on the helmet, yeah, of course, yes. and then of course, and then after the Brady rule, changed, after he yeah. tore his knee up, and they changed right. it for him, but not Carson Palmer when it happened to him in the playoffs <laughs> a year before, same right. fucking hit against the Patriots. Yes, exactly. Um, and my other take, as far as the rules go, I'm tired of people trying to change the overtime rules. Because we already did the, if you get a field goal, the other team gets a chance to score, right. a touchdown ends it, a safety ends it. The defense it, has it, to it. stop them from scoring a touchdown. Why? That so I, I agree we already adjusted the rules. We already adjusted the rules so much that it favors the offense and the quarterbacks, Absolutely. right? So now, if you do that, just saying, um, there's no reason Pat Mahomes shouldn't have gotten the ball. They had, what, two or three different third and five yeah. or longers on there? And, and the they defense, couldn't stop Let them. the defense win the games. This is still a league that defense is played. I know it doesn't seem like that sometimes, but the idea of just keep changing the rules so that the 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 likely MVP and Pat Mahomes gets the ball is fucking silly. Well, the Chiefs had yeah. plenty of chances to stop the Patriots in overtime and before that, yep. and they couldn't. They were offsides on an interception. They they just they couldn't stop. And blaming the defensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator's job is to get the defense into third and five or longer. That's his job. And if then the pass rushers can pin their ears back and rush the quarterback, and they got no. Tom Brady was barely touched in that fucking game. Yep. So the fact that people are arguing about, oh, it should just be until the time runs out. No, let's just fucking, I like the original rules. I don't mind these ones where if it's a field goal, the other team gets a chance. I think that's fair. That yeah. I think that's, that's very, fair. very fair because it favors then, a very good defense. Because then you could just run it down. Goal. You could literally just drive the ball the entire time, nickel and dime your way all the way down the field and kick a chip Correct. from 20 yards but, out. But the, the idea of here. changing the rules to fucking benefit the, the quarterback and the offense, we've already done enough rules like that. Let them fucking play. Let the defense stop them. Let the I, defense I, win a game. I think the best way for the defense to show that is a, an old-school college Texas shootout style. Yeah. 25-yard line, four downs. If you score, the other team goes, well, and if they don't score, I like score, those rules, it. too. And, I think it works better for college and maybe the NFL. It could yeah, work, well, but it's a good rule. The NFL's too, like, pussy-padded now, so it's like... 
and people like that were crying. Wait, what is it? <laughs> Pussy but, padded? No, they, yeah, because they're going to call some stupid fouls, some stupid penalties. Gonna be Absolutely. Like, you know. Well, some people were even complaining, oh, well, the Saints should have had a chance to drive down the field and score. They got the ball first, and Breeze got picked off. They, they lost the game in overtime. Yeah. They Fowler lost made a great move. Exactly. So just the idea, what? Stop changing the rules. Like, this just is only less replay, less rule. Stop trying to change the rules. I've we, never had more anxiety figuring out what is play. and what isn't a fucking catch because of the NFL. Truthfully. Exactly. Like, exactly. don't need it. We all know what a fucking catch is. Well, this year is. they were much better with yes, the, ca- the catchy stuff. Yeah. Much better. Although, a, the couple stuff of those, the a, the a couple of those calls, Chris Hogan dropped at least one of those catches. No, that he was did. reviewed. Yeah. He did. Technically. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, this is episode 37 of You Watch, I Listen. Um, me and Spooner are about to go live on Facebook and YouTube. You'll be able to watch those um, post post whatever, whenever this we're going to post this tonight, tomorrow. Um, Tyler, thanks for coming, man. I hope yeah, you had a good yeah, time. Man. I had a great time. You right, guys are killer. awesome. You're welcome yeah. back. When we do our big 50th episode, we're going to do a big uh, shindig party thing be for it, and you'll be in the be, crowd, like a live crowd kind of thing as we start getting closer to that. That's awesome. Um, and Taylor, we'll see you next week. Yeah, you'll definitely you ready? see me next we week. we got to figure out the time for that. We might end up doing Friday night because i got a crazy weekend. Yeah, i got a fucked up weekend, um, too. All right, guys, we'll, we'll see you next week. Peace. Later.